Hard Yarns f- podcast is back. <laughs> I was going to say fans, but I'm like, I felt arrogant. Hard no, yarns, there's fans. There's fans. fans. Only fans. Hard, yes. <laughs> Only fans. <laughs> and listeners, we're here with Mark Hutchings, 2018 Premiership player and uh, all-time tagger underneath Cameron Ling and Brady Rawlings in he actually says that later in the pod. And he learned his craft off probably the greatest West Perth tagger of all time. Yeah. Uh, really, really, really <laughs> good hard young, hard, hard yarn story. It is, yeah, real good story. Lots of setbacks, lots of fucking um, pushing through adversity, which is insanely spot on with our fucking hard yarns mottos. What else did we touch on? So what do we do, Arch? What the else journey, we um, yeah. Eagles, combat, uh, West Perth, St Kilda. Um, bit of what I'm doing at the moment with my life. Yeah, yeah with the uh, complete the athlete Australia. Yeah, um, yeah, even touched on things like Jack Darling and uh, CTE in the yeah, um, concussion in the ad towards the end there. So the, it's kind of cool to get into. So yeah, a little bit of Willie. Bit of Willie Rioli, yeah. yeah. No, it's real good all round chat, mate. Good, well done for your first yeah, podcast. Fucking awesome. All Thanks, right, boys. we're gonna break his virginity. So let's get hard. <laughs> let's get hard. <laughs> Welcome to Hard Yarns Podcast. I am fucking fat. <laughs> <laughs> Anything Chris White says, please <laughs> disregard it. Five D is actually a state of being. It's a unity consciousness. That was Hard Yarns with me, Frankie Rose. So I'm gonna throw it over to your co-host, Daniel Shelby and Cameron Brand. I would do this and then I'd gong. <laughs> Free in attendance for the millions listening at home. <laughs> Let's get hard. Tickets. That might um. Yeah. Oh, he's dressed up for the occasion. Mm. The polo. Not a, it's a polo that's not a polo. How weird is that? Yeah. It's <laughs> a polo that's a polo t-shirt. We finally, yeah. we finally got him on. He's finally, not... All it took all it took was for him to retire <laughs> from AFL before he came on the pod. Known the cunt half my life. <laughs> I think retire is a bit generous. <laughs> <laughs> Starting with fire. Before, sorry, before getting de- All it took was delisting. And then... <laughs> <laughs> well, I've on. got more to talk about now. So yeah. that's that's how I sort of planned it. Yeah, yeah, Beautiful. yeah. Yeah, because you can look back on a on a fucking epic career. But um, yeah, fuck, wouldn't come on. Are you the first Premiership playing AFL play we've had on? We had on yeah. Pritter. No, he didn't play in a Premiership. Yeah. Played in a losing one, I think. Callum Chambers. Uh, Cal Chambers. <laughs> no, he didn't play in a Premiership. So when you say uh, was Rotham, you? Connor West, clearly not. No, no. First, you're the first premiership, premiership player. player. Hey. <laughs> and I was there. Were you? Yeah. Did you go to that one? Yeah, it was sick. I was trying to catch up with Hutch after he messaged me, told me where he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was like allegedly 3.30 a.m. <laughs> I, I was, like, I was <laughs> somewhere else and I was like, there's no way I'm going to get in. Oh, fuck. No, that, that would have been early. That is now. the yeah. pinnacle. That is the pinnacle of all AFL players' goals and dreams and aspirations if you got there. So yeah. thanks for coming on, Hutch. Um, yeah, really appreciate it. <clears throat> um, bit of history, I guess, w- with both of us. Uh, me yeah, and Delby both. We used to kiss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, – yeah, I, I reckon uh, for most of our listeners, before we get into uh, everything, like we always go down the hard yards road and your story to getting drafted and getting to that ultimate pinnacle is fucking incredible. So do you, yeah. you want to start with that before we get into other Well, things? what you told me was fucking hell funny how you, you got to listen Ross? to the Saints. Ross? Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> let's start off your first uh, – you're playing footy. You played states with my brother. That's how I know you. Um 
You used to be my designated driver when I'd be out <laughs> fucked up. Like, he would pick me up when, when I was a jam. Yeah. And then you play State 18s. And then from there, tell us what happens. You get letters, emails, calls. Do yeah. You get an agent. What does it happen for your, your standard listener that has no idea? Yeah, mate. So, um, yeah, originally, we're going way back, started Auskick uh, when I was six. In 97, and that was with the Gira and Kandula Pumas. Oh, hey, shit. Jesus. Uh, Gira. Yeah, that's where it all started. <laughs> Did you just used to play with your own switchblades and stuff? Or? Yeah, yeah, just yeah. before and after. Nice. <laughs> We'd have to kick off all the bongs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably not even a joke. <laughs> before we started. But, um, yeah, love my time there and um, progressed through. And, yeah, that's how I, I met your brother when I was 14. Yeah. Um, playing for East Perth Development Squads. Yeah. How good were development squads? Yeah. Like you'd see the best players from all the local leagues in one and I would look forward to it at the end of every season. Mm. You'd see the Subi boys. Uh, well, I started West Perth and they traded me. I know this is about Hutch. Sorry, I hate when we do this. <laughs> but you did the- but it was just such a nostalgic feeling where at the end of each season you'd see all these lads yeah. that you normally that wouldn't playing hang out against. with. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you, you find out, oh, fucking Baddy's actually not a dickhead. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, well, it's like yeah. anything, like all teams. You, you hate them on the field and then after you sit, sit back, have a yeah. chat with them. Nathan yeah. Fisher was the one for me. I was like, I fucking hate him. this cunt. <laughs> I played with him, he was a ledge. I love Nathan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so- um, East Perth? Yeah, East Perth and went through the went through the ranks there and like I was never the superstar, mm. but um, had a bit of talent and just the small skinny kid. Um, but and what's different now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, and so- yeah, like I just love my footy mm. and my desire and dream was mm-hmm. to play AFL footy. Yeah. Yep. And I was a big West Coast fan. So to play for them, that was the ultimate goal. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, progressed through, played state 16s, um, did all right, but I still wasn't there yet. Um, still had to get better. Who was your 16s coach? Brett Barber. Yeah. Yeah. He so, was cool, Barber. Like, yeah, he was, he was a legend. Yeah. Great guy. Um, and so we, we, lost, we lost that championship by two points to Metro. Mm. So back then you played um, a game on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Mm-hmm. Like, Fuck, that's intense. Like man. looking back, it's just unbelievable. Yeah, that's three. So wow, bad. that's like, so bad. And this is like national championship, so high, oh, intensity, yeah, high, high intense, high standard. Jeez. Fuck, and you're backing up. But you're, you're 16 or under, or you're 15, 16, hey? Yeah, so, yeah. so you sort of bounce up, bounce yeah. back well, a little. I blame overtraining for a lot of. Issues. You, yeah, when we yeah, were coming yeah. through. Yep. Yeah. 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 So you've we we went well when I say we WA. Lose to Vic Metro. Yep. Uh, in the first game by two points. And like that was, we were playing against Tom Scully mm. and he was like an absolute jet at that stage. And he still ran everywhere? Yeah. Like Fuck. I had to, like he was t- chopping us up and yep. I had to jump on him in the fourth quarter. I hadn't run so hard in my life. I was yeah. just like, this guy's a freak. Wow. Like, so you were learning. I was learning. That's the first, first, first time. Was that the first yeah. time you tagged? First time ever. Like, yeah. Because in juniors, you never tag. No. Nah. Like you were just a bloke that played midfield, go yeah. out, try and get the ball as many times as possible. Were you um, um, one of the midfield stars in our WA team? Or no, nah, I wasn't a star. No. Nah. Because nah. so we had like Mitch Duncan. Yeah, um, right. Kane Lucas. Who else was in there? Uh, oh, Michael Walters. Yep. He, uh, he won the medal. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had a like good yep. 16s team. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we beat country in South Australia, but. In the end, um, we lost the champs because of that first loss. Wow. Um, but, yeah, that was my first experience with state uh, state footy and loved it. But yeah. it just showed me there's another level to go to. It's mm-hmm. playing on against the best from around the country. Um, so, you yeah. know what's funny? He, he went on Scully in the fourth 
quarter, and it's the most he's ever run. <laughs> Scully's just done three quarters of that. Yeah, literally, man. Literally, yeah. Right. it was just insane. So freak. And um, Kane Lucas had great potential. He just never really sort yeah. of hit it in the end. Yeah, like he was a gun back then. Yeah, um, and still um, good footy player throughout his whole career. So yeah, um, yeah like I think. Um, I think like to, when he was at Carlton, like I don't think Mick liked him too much. Yeah, didn't didn't help his cause. But um, back then, yeah, we had a good team. So. Is there anyone that really surprised you? Like Mitch Duncan's probably one of the most successful, along with you. Yeah, um, like Anthony Morabito was in that team. Yeah, like wow. He was, he was a gun that. Yeah, in those chance. Um, but yeah, they're, they're probably the main ones. Did you think Mitch would be as successful, or did you just see him as another dude that was? No, nah, he was always going to be. Yeah. Class. Yeah. He was, yeah. Class. he was all that, just that. Because I played with him a little bit, Warwick Greenwood. Yeah. Under 13s as well. And he just, whenever he needed a goal, he'd just go on the ruck, tap it to himself, <laughs> run, <laughs> take two bounces, <laughs> kick a goal from centre forward. And yeah. that was it. And then we just go back to normal, like yeah. share it around. <laughs> and then if we went just goal let all behind, the plebs play. Yeah. And then if we went a goal behind, he'd just go back in the ruck. Get the <laughs> so that was, yeah. Like was he, he was, the big kid? Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, was he the Delby? The yeah. Delby was the big kid? Like he was, it was not. Not huge, but like he was a hedge yeah. taller than everyone, so yeah, which definitely helped. But um, yeah, he was always class, so yeah. Um, and so, what year did you get drafted? Hang on, hang on. Can we go from sixteens? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah sixteens, and then um, played East Perth Colts next season. Had a good year. Yeah. Um, as a seventeen-year-old, as a seventeen-year-old, so at bottom age Colt, mm-hmm. and like, had a good preseason, and I sort of felt like groin pain mm-hmm. at the end of the preseason. It's called no. being a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. And blue balls. Yeah. <laughs> and um, uh, like OP was big th- around that stage and I was just like, I didn't want to tell anyone because yeah. it was more ignorance is bliss. Like I didn't yeah. want to admit to it that I might have OP. So I'm yeah. like, oh, my groin's are sore. But I've just done this whole preseason. Like we're just coming up to games. I'm like, I'll just see how I go. I'll just push through. And um, got through the season, sore. Like I was like rubbing – yeah, um, Voltaren on before games, just like yeah. warming up. And, yep. and well, what were your stats like? Managed to have a good year. Like, yep. um, didn't make the um, 18s um, squad, but like won Colts team of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, ended up making my league debut later that season. Is that same as Jamie, my brother, or did he was here the year after? He was year after. Yeah, yep. because I remember they were playing my brother. When he was a cult in league and resis, which I reckon fucked his draft chances See, massively. Yeah, yeah. Because well, he couldn't stand out yeah. as a cult. When you're in cults and you're playing really well, yeah. Like, so you, league and resis, you don't necessarily stand, stand out. out. So you made yeah. cults team of the year in your first year of cults. Yeah, that's great. Fuck. Who else was in that? Sonny and yeah, my, my brother as well. Was that the team that no, you brought against the next year? Yeah. yeah. So it would have been like all the blokes that got drafted the year before me. So yeah. um, all the like studs was like. There was like Nick Nats, yeah. Yeah, right. So, yeah, so he, he didn't rich. play too much Colts, but yeah, they weren't playing Colts back then. Nah. They were playing league, but that's that draft year. Those yeah. Blokes, that was their Colts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Actually, Rich and Nick Nat played almost all league, didn't they? Yeah. Daniel Rich came. Didn't he win it? He was playing league when he was in Auskick. Oh, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm a beast. I'm, I'm just going off memory. He played in a Subiaco Waffle Premiership when he was 16, 16 I think. 16, I think, yeah. <laughs> fucking, he was the same size as them as well. Like, yeah. he was just big. He yeah. was big kid. like, on par with Scully, the two underage players seeing or playing against, that mm. was, like, the best I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I, went on, I went to Warwick and we played Sacred Heart. Yeah. yeah. And he would be in the middle just like, who's this 24-year-old? <laughs> <laughs> Daniel Rich. Enrolled, yeah. yeah. Who's this 24-year-old that's enrolled at Sacred Heart? Like, <laughs> 
he'd just he'd do what Mr. Duncan does, yeah. except not ruck. He'd just be at the midfield, get it, mm. walk three blokes, take a few bounces, boot it from seventy. Oh, take like a few bounces. Couldn't you catch him? He was slow, isn't nah, he? Or no, nah, no, just lateral movement. Mate, he's like, fucking hips. He just yeah. couldn't get him. Like he just <laughs> burst through. But yeah. I think um, Connor West was saying he had to play on him in that last in his last quarter of the of the last game of the year, yeah, and yeah, or yeah. yeah, well, last half, and he he did all right in the in the yeah. third quarter, and then. <laughs> yeah. And then the last quarter, he just got away again. Well, yeah, it's hard with the fullback. You can always kick it to yourself and just run. Yeah. yeah. So when you had, um, when you were seventeens, were you getting letters or calls from any? Because I was yeah, I wasn't eligible drafted my first underage Colts year. Yeah. Because you have to be born in the first half or first three months of the year. Mm-hmm. So um, I knew I wasn't eligible to be drafted that year, but still had a good year. Like despite my OP, mm. like which. Got through the season, made my league debut, happy days, played finals for Colts, didn't end up winning it. Um, and then sort of bit the bullet and said, oh, told mum, told physios, yeah, my groin's sore. Fuck, mm-hmm. <laughs> imagine doing another start of the year. It would have been way easier. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But um, it, like, it didn't get wor- – or may got a little bit worse, yeah. but because I'd got to a level of fitness where I could just kind of keep it up. Were you always good at running? Yeah, like or did you train yourself? Yeah, I had to train myself. Like naturally, thankfully, pretty fit. Mm. Like, um, and was it OP? Yeah, yeah. So I yeah. went to the specialist and said, yeah, it's OP. Yeah. Um, just rest for a bit and uh, hopefully it, it – hopefully it, <laughs> How like, good's the science? Yeah, what do you got, OP? Mm, just rest for a bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> see what happens. And yeah, it's the, ridiculous. Like, <laughs> like the core work and the glute. Yeah, um, do you think it helps? Activation and stuff. Well, I was doing it and mm. – I was doing it for two or three months and this is getting into like Jan or Feb in the next season of my draft year. Mm. So um, now I'm like, look, I need to be playing because mm. yeah. this is my draft year. I need to like put myself out there. And um, How's co- the pressure as an 18-year-old just fucking going, this is my one year that I get as a chance yeah. to be drafted? And that's what you think at the time. Mm. Looking back, it's not just the one year. Yeah. Like, years, like just get drafted at 23, 24 these days. So. Yeah. Um, but at the time, like you're putting a lot of pressure on yourself and – uh, we got to January or February and I was just like still OP and mm. the, the East Perth guys were like, look, either we just rest you for two more months or we go surgery or we just bite the bullet and go. And I was like, oh. so I just started Googling like OP, like fixes, yeah. fixes. Yeah. And Dr. Google. Yeah, literally. And found like a forum where um, there was a bloke in Melbourne who um, fixes OP. Yeah. In like one session or – This is air two. quotes that Hutchie's doing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, in like one or two visits. Like yeah. It's like almost too good to be true. Yeah, yeah. But <coughs> I was getting desperate because yeah, yeah. I hadn't done any preseason, could barely run um, and I needed to play because mm. uh, my dream was to get drafted. So I thought stuff that sent him an email. He said, yeah, yeah, come, come over. Yeah, so $5,000. And yeah, if you, just, if you get someone to invest after you, yeah. they make it back. Yeah. Um, and so I, mum came over with me, we booked flights to Melbourne. What, what was his theory? Or did you not even know until you got there? He, was, he, was, he wasn't like a doctor. He, wasn't, he was a massage therapist. Yeah. Like that was his, like a, that was his title. And so- um, Massage, eh? Mm. <laughs> yeah. It's the Harvey Weinstein of the AFL. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Come yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> I'll fix your OPs and mm. your groins. Yeah. They saw. How does that feel, little man? <laughs> yeah. And so when I went over, not knowing what to expect, all I'd know that was painful, like what he did, because from all the forum people that have seen him and it worked for them. Yep. So I'm like, okay, sweet, worth a shot. Like, uh, w- worth a shot. Like, yeah. Nothing to lose. So I went over, 
Um, it went for about 45 an hour, like really tough massage on your groin. <coughs> like yep. On the adductors, all the attachments around there. All the li- on the tendons and shit. Tendons. I love that, man. It feels yeah. good, but it fucking hurts. It hurts. Yeah. And he told me my pubic, so there's two halves to a pubic bone. Mm. One half of the pubic bone was about two mil sunken or mm. they weren't aligned. And so his theory was, well, it's painful because they're not aligned. Something's happened. You've got a big tackle or you're doing too much change direction and it's just pushed this alignment out a little bit. Yeah. We need to get that alignment back. So he loosens up all the attachments, physically pushes on the pubic bone mm. to push it back into alignment. Fuck. And you, I could feel it moving. Really? Because it's not something that is easily moved. Yeah. You know, it's skeletal <laughs> structure. Yeah, yeah. I, I think t- I was only born with half a pubic bone. <laughs> yeah. <so>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, so you can feel it. Where, where would you be for, for the listeners? Your pubic bone, is that like the little lump just above your, your knob? Yeah. And you, you could feel that moving? Yeah. Because that's not supposed <sighs> to move too much. It's a very strong joint. Jesus. Where two bones meet. Yeah. And, but that was out of alignment. By ligaments or tendons in there? Because um, what's bone to bone? Ligaments. Oh, yeah, there's a um, symphysis. So it's like a yeah. type of joint. Like it's like a very like thick. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, he had to loosen it up, mm. push, push. And it, I could feel it go back into alignment afterwards. Wow. And you know how you do the knee tests? Like for OP, <laughs> yeah, you yeah, squeeze yeah. something in between your knees. Yep. Yeah. If it's sore, you could, it's groin pain. If it's not sore yep. and you've got good strength, then- it's solved. And before the session, I could could barely squeeze, like yeah, no yeah, yeah. strength, pain. Afterwards, I was like popping his hand. Like Really? I was just what like- What the fuck? Where was he pushing from? From your butt? Or like- To what, realign it? Yeah. Yeah, just sort of like where the groin attaches to your pubic bone. Mm. So just like- So in, near, in your groin, pushing up? Yeah, so pushing up toward like pushing it back up. So one's sunken by two mil, pushing yeah. it back up. Yeah, but I mean, his hands. His hands. You're, like, you're lying down. Yeah, under the ball sack. Under the sack. In your yeah. gooch pushing area. Up. In the gooch area, pushing one half. Oh, of it that up. would hurt so much. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's. But when it, when it went in alignment, were you like, oh, like I, a I could release? feel it moving. Yeah. And then like, and I'm like oh, okay. And then he said, all right, squeeze, and I squeeze, and there was no pain. I was just wow, like, unbelievable. So that's insane. It sounds like a Weinstein thing, <laughs> 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 but the results worked. Yeah, like. But so did Weinstein's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Results worked and um, he said, and yeah, just take it easy for a couple of days, but start running in three or four days. And Imagine and that. And man. it worked. Like, and had my pre-season and was able to play that year. Like, Imagine oh, a year God. wasted yeah. from not seeing this person. Exactly. And well, what, is, is he like now well-renowned in the AFL scene or? He um, helped Juddy when he went over from West Coast to Carlton. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because his groins were stuffed, Juddy went. Yeah. yeah. And so he helped get him back on track. Um, yeah. He's helped a lot of boys in that. Like he doesn't like to- um, Spurg his name. And I think, he's bit, I think he's retired now as well. Oh, so, what a shame for people like he still works. He still works like on referral type thing. But yeah. anyone that has, I, I know that has OP, I'm just like, see this guy. Yeah. And it sounds weird. It yeah. Sounds like, but like I'm spewing, I waited three months to see him. Yeah. Like, yeah. Let alone some blokes that go years or months yeah. without. Or have you told Yoey or what? I, did, I was I was, mate, I was telling him flat out. Uh, and yeah. it was a little bit hard because he had it during COVID. Yeah. So travel to Melbourne and travel this and that. Yeah. Fuck still. And it's just such a thing where it's it, it, all they other, otherwise all they subscribe is rest. Yeah, it's mm. just like infuriating. And then in two <laughs> or three months, it's still sore. And like, oh, what was that rest well, for? What a yeah. waste. Yeah. I mean, I. 
this is so strange because I've got a new perspective on it. Like when I used to play and I'm nowhere near Hutchie's, this is just from experience where I used to be injured and I'm like, fuck, I can't wait to play again. Mm-hmm. And when I did my back, mm-hmm. it never got better. Years and years and years and years and years. And I look at the AFL guys that are like, oh, I haven't played for a year. And I'm like, fuck, at least you can fix your, your injury, man. So to find a, a fix they also have, is incredible. They also have a lot of good people looking at the causes of the problems mm. and, and the sort of like muscle imbalances and mm. all of those. So there's a, there's a huge network. You're going to one doctor who might have one opinion and mm. so it's a bit harder. Yeah, help me out, you dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you've, you've done your OP. You had a good season, obviously. Yeah, like um, played a bit of league footy uh, in that season, uh, made the state um, under-18 squad mm-hmm. and, yeah, was named captain. Of the 18s? Of the 18s, yeah. Really? Yeah, which was a surprise to me at the time. Uh, Strong leadership? Yeah, I guess so. And, like, because we had a great squad. like Because um, one thing I've always noticed with you going further into your career, obviously, and I'm not sure, I'm, I'm assuming you were like this when you were younger, but uh, your work rate and your leadership um, on the training track was like second to none. And his competitiveness off the training track, especially at beer pong. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like that sort of – is that probably a yeah, quality that they really Yeah, liked? that's probably what um, stood out at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and because we had a great squad, like we had about – from that squad, we had about 16 blokes drafted. Wow. That, so nuts. Year, yeah, either that year or the year after. Yeah. Like we had, yeah, Dunks, Morabito, uh, Kane Lucas. Then we had like Jack Darling, David Swallow – Trav Collier, um, I'm going to miss a few blokes. Like, but a big, big list. Yeah. Jack sort of pushed himself back that next year by – Karate. Yeah. <laughs> no, he fucked up. Like remember he, he took the, the bottle of Jack's to his school camp? Yeah, yeah. And so yeah, this yeah. thing about him became that he was a bad boy. Yeah. And so he got pushed back and he, he got no, drafted he just- at like 27 when he was touted to be like top two. Yeah. And then <laughs> Eagles got a fucking bargain at like 26 yeah. or 27. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 16, I think. Like, was it? Yeah, so, so late. No, look, guys, for whatever you heard, he just thought it was his bottle because it had his name on it. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's Jack's. So he took it. <laughs> oh, fuck. In. But for you to be captain, that's fucking – I don't even know that, man. That's huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we won the championships that year. Oh. Like, we oh, we did actually, you get to do a little speech? Little Yeah, I can't remember what I said, but um, – I'm the best. Yeah, yeah, thanks, thanks to the boys. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we, we did the yeah, credit, to the, credit, credit to, to the opposition. Credit to, yeah, they fought hard. Yeah, all yeah. the cliches. Yeah. But, like, thankfully we didn't play all the games in one week. Yeah. And by then they changed it and it was, like, five games over, like, a five-week period. Who was State 18 coach? Andrew Lockyer. Oh, yeah. What was he like? Oh, wow. Yeah, legend. Because yeah. his, his son was got drafted. Jordan. Yeah, he had Was he good? Jordan. Yeah, he's gun. Yeah. yeah. Went to Sydney. Sydney um, didn't quite. He was a West Perth boy. Yeah. I think he got one game maybe. Yeah, he Sydney. was a West Perth boy. Got drafted, then came back to Subi and fucking hasn't looked back since, man. <laughs> no Jesus. one does when they go to Subi. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, right, you state 18 captain. Now surely you're fielding in like questions or no? Yeah, so after the 18s, um, blokes starting getting letters, questionnaires um, to send back to AFL clubs. Like just so they get a gauge of you, just mm. more of a background check, I guess. Yeah. Um, and there was a few, and I got invited to draft camp, which was back at the AIS back then in Canberra. And so that was pretty, pretty exciting stuff, hey? As I would, you were you like, yep, yeah, it's like happening. to get an invite to the draft camp, you need a few clubs, yeah, like four or five clubs interested to register interest. So mm. I was like, oh, at least um, little small chance, or not more than small chance. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So went to draft camp and. Um, 
they did all the testing, beep tests and 3K time trial and um, they do interviews there as well and that was a great experience. Like pressure because mm. you're walking past and Kevin Sheedy's walking past and like, <laughs> like all the That's senior coaches way. like just around the AIS campus and you're just like, oh, like it could happen but yeah, it's all up for grabs. And um, so I did the draft camp and yeah, leading into the draft like um, I was hopeful like no, no club had ever said like we're interested in you. Mm. It's, it was all sort of. Do you um, speak to the other boys that you played with? Like, hey, has anyone spoke to you? What did they say? Yeah, and like for some blokes, like even some of the superstars, they don't didn't have many interviews with other clubs because mm. clubs just know they're good. Yeah, they don't need to talk to them. Whereas some <laughs> blokes, yeah, some blokes are on the borderline, but they have a lot of interviews because. Yeah. Clubs want to know more about them, and yeah. like I didn't realize how important the interview process is. I know one of the Richmond recruiters pretty well, and he was—he's told me a certain player um, hasn't—I uh, won't say who it is—but he's at West Perth, and he hasn't been drafted um, specifically because of his interviews. That's like the so way he, fucking shit. Yeah, just can, like yeah. if you back your fucking club in to get around a bloke, and they can play footy, he's a gun as well. Like, absolute genius. Yeah, just One of the best in the waffle. Just draft the cunt and see if you put your club to the test, man. Mm. But yeah, and there were stories from, from that draft camp. Like, um, there was rumours – there's always rumours going around where players don't want to leave their home state. Mm. And I think there was, um, there was a bloke – who uh, didn't want to leave Melbourne. And by saying he thinks, he knows. No, no I'm trying <laughs> to think of a person. But there was, there was a bit – and one of the clubs just said, who do you think you are? Yeah, like, you don't get a fucking choice. This is a draft. You put your name in, any club can choose you. Yeah. yeah. Who are you to say you well, want to stay They Melbourne? requested only Melbourne-based club. Well, they were just saying through their manager and through – they were just saying, I don't want to leave Melbourne, so um, – So don't – Don't draft me. Don't draft I'm, me. I'm just going to ask for a trade or Fuck. not come. So, mm. and clubs were just like, who do you think to a 17, 18 year old? Yeah. We, we run the show here. Like, yeah. yeah. You, you don't dictate where you go, mate. Yeah, yeah, 100%. That's changed now though. That's definitely changed now. And yeah, it's coming no, to- Well, so still not there. there. Um, it's changed in regards to a club's attitude, not the fucking, not the players. Like the, the players still don't get a choice. No, but I'm so, saying the players have quite often said that they want to stay. Yes, but the club state. won't- you'll still get that like who yeah. the fuck do you think you are clubs just so uh, tactically make a decision now to drub to draw uh to um draft locally that's where freo yeah. fucked up they always they've, they've changed they, that they, now they've got great talent underneath their nose uh, and then they fucking send them home man i think all the time. i think it was justin who said this the other uh recently he said we're gonna do tactically draft locally yeah, so we don't lose those guns anymore i think yeah. it was justin it's who said risk that. management isn't it yeah, yeah. Management. so yeah so the guys are going around telling no one to um, what, yeah. what, did, what did you get asked? What was the weirdest question? And like, that's the thing. Like I was, when in, with my interviews, it was all like pretty vanilla. Like, mm. Yeah. Because they knew I was pretty. By the book. By the book. And did they up. know about your crippling methamphetamine addiction? Or? <laughs> 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 I hid that pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, I want some spice in my interviews. Like ask me the hard questions. But like. You're going out there just banging hookers. So they'd ask you, hey, what's going on? What's like, what's I, wanted, I wanted to get in my grill. Like, yeah. But they were just like respectful. And I, like, I was fine with that. Like, Which were your clubs? Which clubs spoke to you? Uh, and like that. Draft camp only had like three. Really? And uh, was St. Kilda one of them? No, nah, Saints wasn't one of them. Eagle, wow. like none of the WA teams were. It was like. Um, so Saints didn't even talk to you? No. Neither did West Coast, no, as no, we'll no. hear later, eh? No, no, no. no. So wow. uh, it was like it was like Essendon, North Melbourne, and one other. 
And yeah. Was Gold Coast around when you were? Nah, no, Gold Coast And GWS weren't either? No, yeah. No. I was, so, and you get um, put into like different rooms to sleep, obviously, and I was, Max Gorn was. Oh, really? Was he your age? Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, and like- Have you seen original pictures of Max? Yeah, it's- he's just fucking, he looks like he's just come out of Roswell. <laughs> and that's, that's how he looked. Just 51. But he I was just like, I walk in like, oh, who's this bloke? Like, yeah. Surely this Because the tall blokes are shit, usually, eh? Yeah. They're and just like, there because they're tall. Yeah, and like, it took him years to- Turn into the player he is, yeah. Become coordinated, but- uh, <laughs> Like, I was just like, oh, Maxi, like, he was a nice guy, but just, yeah, like, didn't look like a footballer. Was he strange then. as well back then? Oh, like, it was just quiet. Because you're strange. Yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> You're an odd cat. Yeah, yeah, People yeah, yeah. are strange. Was he punching darts at draft camp? Oh, no, nah, not that I saw. I nah. think, nah. Because he was, he said he was, used to smoke when he was 18, 19, when he got drafted. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. I think it was, um, it, it probably held off for that few days at draft camp. <laughs> like, enough to hold off. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but that was a great experience, like, um, yeah, so come back from the draft camp and like, yeah, hopeful, but not nothing's certainty. Who did you make friends with at draft camp? Oh, or were you just kept to yourself? Like, you just sort of kept in your states. Yeah. yeah. Um, like, I remember going up against Kobe Stevens in like one of the, there was oh. like a final for like um, the reaction time, yeah, reaction right. tests and stuff. Like, you just, those competitions. Well, I'll tell you what, you probably got him covered now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but everything was a competition. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, we've got to bring that back up later because that was a question that was asked on our thing. What, Kobe Stevens? No, oh, concussion. Concussion. Yeah, but yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Kobe, man, was a fucking rig. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Yeah, he was um, Huge. Yeah, he was, Legend as well. He did better at Bulldogs than Eagles. He yeah, was yeah, really yeah. starting to come into his prime. Yeah. 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 Um, oh. Yep, so? Yeah, so come back from draft camp, hopeful, um, come up to the draft and uh, to the main draft. It was on Fox Cell back then. Mm. Um, went to the Girwain pub. Dad, Fuck off. That's watch, back to the roots. Yeah. Yeah. To watch yeah. the draft. Yes. Yeah. We didn't have Fox. Yeah. And I didn't want to go anywhere because it's awkward as hell when you have a party or something yeah. and like and it doesn't happen. Yeah. 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 Like I was just like slow key, flying under the radar. Like I was 50 50. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. And so was watching it with my lemon lime bitters. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it gets to like pick 82 or something. I was like, it's not going to happen. Fuck. Uh, How did you feel? That would have been crushing, eh? Yeah, like crushing, but one, I wasn't a certainty. Yeah. And two, there was a chance for the rookie draft yep. two weeks later. Yeah, so you still had- Still a chance, but like obviously like really hopeful. Um, Were you, are you an optimist or are you pessimist? Were you like, I didn't get picked up. I think I'm going to go on the rookie draft or I'm going to put my head down and go harder next year or what was your thoughts at? Yeah, like I just knew regardless of what's going to happen, I'm going to keep going to yeah. get drafted. Yeah. Like, yeah. And people were asking me during that year, um, oh, what if you don't get drafted? What if you don't? I'm like, I'll just keep going until I do. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Simple. Like I just couldn't fathom stopping after yeah. just at 18. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. First chance gone, dreams over. Nah, I'll just keep going, find yeah. a way. Yeah. And, um, Manifestation, baby. Yeah, and that's because that was my it's my dream, my yeah. passion. So um, missed out. Uh, two weeks later, the rookie draft came on, and the night before, um, the um, um, manager who was helping me through the process. Who was your manager? Are you, are you still got good uh, relationship yeah. with him? Uh, Jason Dover. Yeah. Okay. Was, um, looked after me and brother of Ben. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, he was he was at uh, Subi, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he was in my sixteens, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, he said, "Look, the night before, look, um, Eagles and Saint Kilda really came. Mm. Um, 
and just see how we go. And so I was like, oh, at least still with interest. Like, mm. thank God. Yep. Um, watching it on the internet the next day. Mm. I don't think the rookie just on Foxtel. Mm. It's like yep. just on the internet. Not quite as much fanfare. Yeah, no, yeah. it was a lot, lot <laughs> more low key. And um, so Eagles had the first pick, and I was like, watching it buffering. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like, like, <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the dial up. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, and each pick. Like you got three or four minutes to paint your pick, and it was like the longest three or four minutes. Yeah, and they chose Ryan Neitz from Claremont, who was another right. WA boy. Yeah, he was yeah. so yeah. small. Yeah, but yeah, quick, quite fast. So quick. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, and St Kilda had picked twenty. I'm just like, oh, come on. Like, if this doesn't happen, I'm going to be actual Devo. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, and so yeah, pick twenty and came up. Mark Hutching St Kilda. I was just like, oh, fuck you, yeah, you. good. What's the feeling, bro? Yeah, like, surely lifelong dream realized, but knowing it's just the beginning just as well. Beginning. It's like, yeah. And also knowing the difference between pay if you got drafted <laughs> the week before. <laughs> it's, yeah, a, well, it's like a good 30 grand or something yeah. ridiculous. Well, yeah, back then, like a rookie wage was $34,000 a year. Yeah. Wow. You to basically your can't. You can't. <laughs> like, blokes would, like, first year apprentices were taking pay cuts to get drafted. Wow. Yeah. Like back That's then, insane. Like, and, but like the money, it wasn't about money for me. Like, yeah. Yeah. They like, get the opportunity. I saw it as 34 grand. I'd do it for free. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. Like, oh, like I'm getting a bargain here. Like, yeah. Just, yeah. Just, <laughs> just, like, um, what, so were you with the family or? Yeah. Was, yeah. Just with the family. Was um, everyone fucking just over the moon or what? Yeah. Like I think they were a little bit like obviously stoked, happy, but like a little bit sad, like. Because you're about to go to visit. I can like, guess your dad probably had a frothy or two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I was on a plane the next day. Oh, Melbourne. wow. Yeah, called that's, up, emailed through the flights, pack your bags, you're on a 10 o'clock flight. That's that's not right, I don't think. For an 18-year-old, the very next day, like, get your life packed up. If they don't give you any warning, like, hey, we're going to take you. Yeah, no Like, let, get your things in order. Yeah, that's, bit, that's pretty dog. It's pretty rigid. But yeah. But I mean, fuck. That's you're what you, just, yeah, you're, you're chasing your dream. I think because they were doing a Gold Coast training camp the week before Chrissy. Yeah. So I needed to get there on the Wednesday because yeah. they were leaving on Thursday morning. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and there wasn't all these fucking issues with going back and forth to your <laughs> state. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> You'd be back in a week, mate. So, so yeah, that's uh, how it started for Saints. Well, who was the first to call you or message you from Saints? Uh, can't remember. Really? I, I don't think anyone, like, <laughs> I was just a rookie, like, pick 20 in the rookie draft. They had made the grand final that year. Yeah. Lost by a kick, like, they had fuck. bigger fish to fry. So yeah. I just I remember, remember that. I remember thinking, fuck, bro, Hutch has got to get into a midfield with Lenny Hayes, yeah. fucking Del Santo, yeah. Lee Montagna, yeah, 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 yeah. fucking Stephen Baker. Yeah, yeah. All that, was, that was the year they, um, they just got Andrew Lovett. Yeah. Oh, really? Year. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, he was there for, like, Grand total about six weeks and then he got yeah got the ass. But um, yeah, the first bloke I did see when I arrived was Michael Gardner. Like, oh, at St Kilda, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. That was, I was wow. He was like, he was the difference between them winning and losing their grand final. I reckon a draw. Really? Because he dominated in the in the draw. Yeah. And then was injured, copped a massive cork, oh. didn't play the next week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's wow. the difference. Fuck. He's a fucking very big impact player. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah he was. He's. Player. And what year was this though? Sorry, the, the draft. So twenty, to end of two thousand nine, I got drafted. Yeah, yeah for the twenty ten season. Yeah, following twenty ten season. And then twenty ten was the the Collingwood one. Collingwood Geelong. No, no, Collingwood Geelong was eleven. So Collingwood, Collingwood St Kilda. St Kilda. Yeah, it, but that was a draw as well, hey. Uh, or was it? 20, Collingwood St Kilda was two thousand ten, and Geelong beat Saints in 09. 
Long bit since yeah. night, So yeah. I was there for the drawn, yeah. the drawn grand final, yeah. and wow. came back a week later. What was that like? What was that whole experience like? Hang on, you were there for oh, the yeah. drawn as a player, or no. just got drafted, or um, as part of the playing squad? Wow. So like, yeah, we weren't getting a game, yeah. but yeah. yeah. So what was that like from a, from a club point of view? Oh, like, was what was the fucking process? Yeah. You've just played in a draw. <laughs> I know, it's unbelievable to think now, hey. Cancel your plans for your holidays. Blokes blokes had booked Bali for, like, leaving on the Thursday Mm. after the grand final. Obviously had to cancel those. Um, The the after-match function, we still – we didn't go to. I said, nah, go home, recover. Yeah. Uh, Whereas Collingwood, they had an after-match and they still went, showed faces, stayed on the waters, but just kind of did the right thing. And um, that was the difference. Could have been. Uh, <laughs> just yeah. be a good bloke. Yeah, yeah. Because you you're not going to sleep that night, are you? Yeah. Did, any, <laughs> did anyone get yeah. into Milne for not bashing it across the line for a point? <laughs> like, because we were up that end. Yeah. There, and at the time, like just an eye, eye test, I thought, just pick it up. Yeah. Go. Like, yeah. But it's there's so much pressure, man. And like, I can see why, why he did, had that choice. Yeah. Um, history says he should have done something different, but like. You can just bash it through for a point. Or he went through for a point. It bounced through. Oh, sorry, he sorry, sorry. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's right. Um, um, so we go back to your draft. You go over, you see Michael Gardner. Stand up top of the steps to the gym, yep. What's he doing? Selling your drugs? No, he was just like standing there. <laughs> he was like a bodyguard. Wow. Um, like um, bouncer. Just big, staunching. Big unit. Yeah, huge. Yeah. I was like, oh. and you, you've you've just been sleeping with Max Gorn, and then you see <laughs> Michael Gardner, you're like, oh, that's the difference. <laughs> he, he was huge, and he'd been an ex Eagle. Like, yeah, wow, it's Gardy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, he's like, he was good. He's like, hey mate, how are you? Oh, Perth boy, lovely. Like, good on you. Get in there and, like, oh, <laughs> and walk in, and, and it's like, yeah, it's intimidating. Like, because now you're with Country C on TV, and now you're part of them. Yeah, and like genuine. Superstars at AFL, mm. like Lenny and Nick they're just, they're just benching and you're like, fuck, those sorts yeah, of, I'm going to lift weights with the boys. Those sorts of guys, and we'll come back to this story, but those sorts of guys when you won the premiership, do you get messages from those sorts of guys that you'd played with in, in, in the past? or uh, Like a few, like like Montagna, Rewalt there in the media, they, they said congrats and yeah, see yeah. you before the game or after. Mm-hmm. Um, Sano as well. So, But like I didn't. I wasn't like yeah. Mates weren't there long enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, weren't there long enough. Yeah. Didn't have time to make relations. Rewalt so. must have been incredible to watch on the track. Like his work rate, you, you strive to have that sort of work rate on the track yourself. So actually getting to train with someone who's is he like that on the training track as well? Yeah, just really high standards. Like he'd before games he'd run a few k's yeah. just around Eddie had. Just yeah. like get the k's in just to get his lungs going, get the second wind up. So crazy. Like, yeah, I used to hear that he would run yeah. Um, laps. Yeah, and just. Just a mindset, just uh, and that's why he was a good player, like, um, and got the most out of himself, and just yeah, didn't win a flag, but no, no, no. <laughs> and, like, like, some of the best as well. Some of the greatest players in history haven't won a flag. That's why it's such a privilege to win it. And yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Um, your first year, your body didn't you have hip surgery or something? I remember that's when you were yeah, yeah. So what happened there? So like, um, had a good preseason, but. Yeah, like when you're when you're a young kid going into an AFL program, you, your body just gets found out a little bit. Mm. Mm. The weaknesses, you're just not strong enough to deal with um, to deal with an AFL program because um, you just take time and just takes time and strength to adapt. Mm. Picked up a few Unless injuries. Unless you're Daniel Rich, <laughs> yeah, 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 or Jack Darling. Um, oh, they're just man childs. Yeah, just yeah. gifted. We we'll um, talk about Jack later on, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and so. 
yeah, picked up a few injuries, but when I played, played all right. Um, but toward the end of the season, yeah, my hips were getting sore and they said, look, you need surgery on both of them. Just wow. like a hip scope to um, repair the lab- labrum and shave away some bone because mm. they were just too tight. Wow. Um, yeah, that's right. So, Was that v- – and you were playing VFL? Yeah, playing VFL for Sandringham. Sandringham. Yeah. Sandringham. Zebras. Mm. Zebras. And uh, so – Got to admit, Zebras is such a shit name for a footy club, man. Isn't it? So shit. There's not even – zebras aren't even in Australia. I think every other animal we've almost got except for giants. Could have been the camels. The camels, yeah. They're introduced yeah. but at least they're there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. So, so with like a month to go, like I wasn't going to play AFL and the boys had made finals. So I said, look, just get it done. Yeah. Um, and so you can be ready for pre-season. Because you're on crutches for ages, man. Yeah, I was in a wheelchair for like – Like crutchings. Yeah. I was, <laughs> yeah, I was like in a wheelchair for 10 days because I had my right one done – uh-uh. Had to wait nine days, then left one done, and so my right still wasn't good enough to hold my body weight. So mm. I was in the wheelchair for a wow. bit. Wow. Then on crutches for six weeks, mm. and so I was on crutches watching. Went to the grand final just on crutches. Like, wow. Just um, being careful and um, lost the grand final. Uh, so drew the grand final, came back a week later, lost, um, and then had the BNF that um, that week. And How many votes did you get that season? <laughs> uh, zero. Grand total of zero. <laughs> um, and so like a few days before my the BNF, I got a text saying, oh, can you come in for a meeting at 7 a.m. the morning after the BNF? Wow. And Had uh, you had some bevies? Not really. Yeah. Like – Ever the professional. Did, there was I was going to say, you did, did, you, did you drink much back then? No. Nah, not really? Like, not like now. <laughs> yeah, not, not, not due to the beer Olympics. Yeah. <laughs> I, I discovered beer pong then. Yeah. Uh, but oh, very rarely, like a couple of times that year, I yeah. drank. Um, and there was only beer. I don't do beer. So yeah. I was just, and because I was on crutches, I was like, had a meeting the next morning. I was just like, you know what? Yep. After you, this is, so this is your rookie year. Rookie You've been year. drafted. Saints make a grand final. You played a total of zero games. Yeah. You've had surgery. You've put your body on the line for the club. Yeah. 7 a.m. after $34,000. Yeah. <laughs> 7 a.m. after. Uh, I'm crutching in and uh, this is for like the end of season. Yeah. Review. Every, so you're an end of one. season review, yeah. Everyone has one. And so I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't have a contract for next year, but um, like I'm a first year rookie. Yeah. Um, hopefully they give me another chance. Like, Yeah. And so crutch in and uh, Ross is sitting there and um, footy manager – and like, oh, he's like, come in, come in, I'll sit down. And he's like, um, look, it's not great news. <laughs> it's like 7.05 a.m. in the morning. Like, Fuck. <laughs> and uh, at that point I was just like, what? what? <laughs> Uh-oh. Because <laughs> I hadn't, I thought it was like, I was just so naive, like yeah. young and naive, like, I mean, you hadn't you know, had a chance. Well, to they, prove need, they need young people to rebuild their yeah, yeah. The future like, as well. Yeah, I just hadn't fathomed because um, they generally gave um, uh, two years rookies. To get, yeah, yeah, especially interstate, just to yeah. get used to things, and because was a bit few, few injuries, so I thought I'd give me a chance. But like that, nah, so he goes, so, "Thank you, Pete. Uh, yeah, yeah. Look, it's uh, it's, not, it's not great news. Yeah, um, yeah, you won't be with us next year. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, and like obviously went on and said, "Look, um, you won't be with us next year." Uh, and at that point, like, everything me like a ton of bricks. Like, I was like, <sighs> did you cry? Yeah, I was like, in front of him, like, or like holding back tears. Like, yeah. they were like, yeah. basically, yep. I wasn't balling, but yep. like, there was tears. Yep. And uh, I was just trying to listen to his 
reasons Reasoning. why. Mm-hmm. But like at the same time, there's like a bomb going off in my head. <laughs> <laughs> also. Fuck. <laughs> was everything slowing down? Like, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, just that. <laughs> What's that pan motion in a movie yeah. when it zooms in? And, you're <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and plus trying to hold back tears. Like yep. all these things oh, battling. And your ego's going, I'm fucking good. What are you getting rid of me for? Because I just all I thought was the dream's over. Like mm. I didn't play a game. Mm. Like, yeah, I got drafted, but didn't play a game. Mm. And, and that happens to a lot of dudes, man. Happens, yeah. And uh, and he went on to say, look, yeah, um, good kid, train hard, um, but yeah, just don't think um, you're fast enough to, to play AFL. Um, so you need to work on your speed. And how does someone fucking work on their speed, bro? Yeah, and, is yeah. it a real thing? Can you get faster, or can you only get marginally faster? Yeah, I'm, not, I'm never going to turn to Usain Bolt, mm. but you can improve it. And to be to be fair, like I had to improve it. Like yeah. at that point in time, I wasn't good enough to play AFL. And yeah. it's clear that. And that whole first year you lived with Lenny Hayes, who's renowned for his speed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? yeah, yeah. Well, um, yeah, I, I lived with Nick Mumar, another WA boy who'd went over. Yeah. But um, yeah, like. Was Lenny Hayes your no mentor? Or did you live with Lenny as well? No, I didn't live with Lenny. Oh, but um, yeah, worked with him. Like he's the type of player that yeah. I, yeah. I would have looked to have been. Like he's a mm-hmm. superstar, like. Um, but was he really tall? He's taller than you think. Yeah. Like he's probably 6'2". Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, like he probably went for five, ten minutes. Um, That's fucking insane, man. You bust your ass yeah. for 12 months and all they give you is five to ten minutes yeah. to say thank you. On, Who knows? Did he even say thank a, you? A, yeah, he did say thank you. Shook yeah. hands. Like it was, um, it's a business, I guess, and that's as bad as it sounds. It's yeah. what AFL is. It's a business they're trying to win. So before we move on to the next section, you've, you're fucking falling apart. What happens when you walk out of the room? To have, do you have to tell your teammates? Or do they already know? It was, it was a quiet morning because mm. 7am morning after like – yeah, yeah kind of no one's that, around. Did that when no one's around. And I think- You're like the dirty slut, like, get out, walk <laughs> yeah, of shame. Yeah, yeah. And I think the other boys who were having their um, exits, like exit meetings for the year, were on at 7.30. Mm. So they tried to get a few boys done out and mm. then the actual boys who are kind of being ne- on next year mm. at 7.30, 8 o'clock. So who else left when you, got, when you left? Oh, there was like um, uh, Adam Patterson, who was- He was like, Richmond, Richmond, eh? yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. There was a few um, uh, younger Ruckman, Blake McGrath. Like okay. just so guys that people yeah. probably haven't heard of. Never, never yeah. heard of, yeah. And you could have been and, one of and them. And I was, yeah, I, I was that bloke at that stage. Yeah. Mm. Um, and so, at, like, I'm crutching out. I'm just like, don't want to make eye contact with anyone. I'm still yeah. battling to hold my tears in and I'm not winning the war. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. coming down. Like, I don't want to be seen here. Yeah. Like, I just want to get out. Yeah. And um, a few of the coaches Brian Rawl who was um, one of the assistant coaches called me and said look you've obviously got talent like you, you can do it yeah. Yeah. it's just a matter of um, you've been drafted to the premier, well the number one team yeah. so you yeah you're trying it. to break into a <laughs> elite yeah. team yeah if you want it enough keep chasing it mm. so um, hashtag hard yards podcast mo- uh, motto yeah yeah what's that what's the motto uh, well, well if you want something hard enough make sure you fucking yeah. do everything you yeah, can yeah, to get yeah. there get yeah. off your drain and so um, but I just wanted to get out there like Left my boots, like, didn't even clean up my locker. Really? Just left my boots in there. Like, <laughs> couldn't be. Do you get all free boots and shit as an AFL player? Oh, or as, as a rookie, do you have to buy your own? Oh, I had to. Oh. No, I had to buy mine. Really? <laughs> yeah. Really? Because there wasn't a boot sponsor at Saints at that stage. That's and fucking insane to think an AFL team yeah. doesn't have a boot sponsor, man. And they're also, um, so 
Strikey, who was a rookie as well, was telling me to help you guys out financially because you're getting paid a lot less. They send you to schools and they pay you to do school trips and stuff like well, that. That's the thing with Saints. Like they, they made it so we didn't get paid. They made it as like a – Part a, of the system. As part of like your learning. Oh, on your, no. your football oh. apprenticeship. As part of your football apprenticeship, you can go to the schools, deliver the content, learn how to public speak, learn how to train yourself like talking to big groups – Clinics, Fucking hell. so we weren't even paid extra for that. Like, oh shit! Like, <laughs> so you were living off thirty-four grand. Did you? How did you get any extra income? So I didn't. Like, <laughs> like it was, I didn't in get Victoria, paid. away from home. Do they pay? Do you, they like, pay because you're an interstate? They pay your rent. Oh yeah. Like for the where I was, um, I was with a not a foster mum, but yeah, like, yeah. Uh, what do you call it? Like yeah, a, a, a like host, family, yeah. host family, host family, yeah. And um, so they cover all that. So all the food and rent was covered. Yeah. Um, so that was good. Um, but in terms of, yeah, 34 grand, like, there's no match payments because I wasn't playing. Yeah. VFL match payments. So, um, <laughs> yeah, so I just left my boots there. Like, couldn't, like I just wanted <laughs> to get out. Like, I didn't want any memory of that yeah. joint. Like, yeah. Like, got in the car and just called mum straight away. I'm like, um, I'm coming home. Um, they put, uh, put me in the Marabin. <laughs> I'm trash. Yeah. Because <laughs> we were still at Marabin then. Yeah. yeah. Um, she's like, yeah, just come home. Just come home. We'll sort it out. Yeah. And uh, she was stoked. Yeah. She was come like back doing fuse pumps. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and yeah, it took me like a week to book flights and whatever. And um, came home and had to. So, how do you next start? Phase. Yeah. What's the first move? First move was I need to get my hips right. So I was doing the rehab with that. Yeah. Second thing was I need to find a footy club. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember you coming back on crutches and shit and, uh, yeah. yeah, not in the – You wouldn't know it by his first training session. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, that by that stage, yeah. So I went down to train with East Perth because yeah. that's where I was drafted from. Um, Boom. And, yeah, like I was training or like doing my rehab slash moving into training with East Perth and um, like now that – like I realised AFL is ruthless, football is ruthless. Mm. I need to become more ruthless mm. and um, look after myself or do what's best for myself because – So fuck your teammates. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like not in – Who's that, paying most? Yeah. <laughs> and not in, in that way. It was just more like I've got these goals yep. and things that I want to achieve. What do I need to do to achieve them? Yep. And suddenly like things became clearer for me then. Yeah. Like it took me to get to base camp of Mount Everest. You mean – I like didn't make, didn't play a game, didn't win a premiership at Saints, so I didn't get to, to peak. Yep. But I made base camp, made yep. the squad. Yeah. So do you mean ruthless in terms of decisions outside of football or just within football? Yeah, both. Whole yeah. lifestyle. It's a lifestyle if you want to. Yeah. If you want to make it. So, with my football decisions, with my football um, decisions outside, how I want to live my life. But in terms of my football, I needed to go to a foot team where um, I could play midfield. Yeah. And be give get good time in the midfield to show to improve and to show that I was capable of playing AFL to hopefully get drafted again. Yeah. That, that was what I wanted. And um, talking to East Perth, um, I didn't get the feel that I would be – because I was I – was Prioritised? Kind of prioritised. And like – They had it. also Eagles alignment, didn't they? Uh, not, not that stage. Not that no. stage. Who, who was in the East Perth midfield at the time? Uh, Wolf. Yeah, Wolfie was in there. He's been in there for 32 years. <laughs> yeah, <still laughs> I think he's still playing around somewhere. Uh, Brendan Lee. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so they had, they had a good midfield. Yeah, it's a very good yeah. talent. And like I was coming off surgery, like still young, like I was unproven. There was question marks over me. So I'm like – and they just couldn't guarantee me like mm. – so I'm like, yeah, fair enough. Like but I need to do – 
I need a, I need this opportunity to sh- at least yeah. showcase. Yeah. To my, because I deep down I knew myself I could do it. Mm-hmm. I just needed a good run and a chance. Yep. And West Perth said, look, Bill Monaghan um, said, look, yeah, you're. A, we need a guy like you. You're going to be playing inside mid. Mm-hmm. Nice. Who was in that midfield from memory? Jason Selsich, Josh yep. Pierce, uh, Matt Gordon, and Matt Gordon, and uh, jo- Joshy Pierce. Yeah. Um, uh, it's a solid midfield, but um, actually. To come to think of it, none of you really had blinding pace. Nah. <laughs> it was, it was, but just accumu- accumulators. Ray Bartholomew was on the wing. And, oh, yeah. So, like, I'm like, and, yeah, Bill said, yep, you're our guy. Um, you'll be playing mid. So Sick. what else do you want to know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, had yeah. he seen you play before? Well, he must have seen. Yeah. Well, South Bill was Madrid. with Fremantle for a bit, obviously. Yeah. And yeah, then yeah. he came back to West Perth as a coach. Right. Yeah. Um, I'm just curious. Did you increase your speed, or did nothing change? No, speed-wise? I did. By what was your times comparing comparatively? Like, because it's only 20 meter sprint, really. That okay. they give a fuck about, eh? So yeah, yeah. Like that's a gauge. Mm. Um, so I ran um, a couple of years later, like when I was 21, 22, before I got drafted to the Eagles. Where I did like a state combine, and I ran 20 meters in 2.83. That's pretty good, eh? That's good. Yeah. Yep. At um, draft camp, I was 3.1. Wow. So 0.3 seconds. That's huge. That's it's like a, it's a huge 10 metres, yeah, eh? Oh, well, no. over 100 metres, 0.3 seconds. What's that, about be, five? Yeah. 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 But, yeah, that's it's a, a huge, huge improvement. Yeah. 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 So I did improve. Yeah. Um, and that's because you just, as you get older, you get stronger, you get faster. Mm. Did you also come under the program of Chris Dorman? you harder, better, faster, stronger? Yes. Nice. You Chris Dorman? Nah, I missed him. Dorman, it was like a revolving who we door. had on the podcast Dorman. with Corey, or was Corey Green involved at that point? Nah, then nah. it was like a revolving door of Essendon. Oh, well, this is the, <laughs> ah, so this was the moment where the Essendon. Yes. So we we got the uh, the SNC coach, um, like big big signing. Yeah, but, huge yeah. signing. Like he was an AFL ex SNC coach, and then um, was it Essendon lost everyone, so he had to go and go over to there, well, or yeah, did he? Well, he just got a gig at an AFL club. He just can't say no. Yeah. And so like yeah. So, so, put a pep- so halfway through a preseason, we lose our SNC coach. Oh, he had a pep in his step. I heard. <laughs> yeah, we went to the bombers. Oh, I remember that we did a whole a whole season with um with uh, like you know the understudies. Yeah, just grad saying, students. Grad students. That's saying, fucking disgusting. Yeah, yeah. for a made waffle a club. For a waffle club. It made a prelim. Yeah, it made a prelim. Yeah, but Jesus. Um, so like then I had to make the call. And like I I couldn't fathom. Asked me two years ago, moving it from East Perth to West Perth, arch mm. rivals. Like, mm. I couldn't fathom doing that, but like. Hey, like things change, mm. you learn, you have to become, you have to chase what you want in life and you have to make hard decisions. Yeah. And that's what I learned. So I, that's what I did. Moved up to, moved up the freeway to West Perth and- um, Good boy. And <laughs> yeah, like I just, it just felt right yeah. kind of thing. And um, I love my time at East Perth, but um, moved to Westies and um, they helped me. And was that first season? Did you come second in the Sando? Sando? No, nah, first season um, was was decent. Yeah, but uh, this that was twenty eleven. Yes, so decent. Uh, we made a prelim. I blame um, you. <laughs> what for? For you not being in the team? No, I, I've got a grudge. I got a. I got a bear to, grudge to bear. Yeah. I got a grudge in, in to bear. Final. Go on. So that prelim final. Yeah, yeah. yeah I've. Never. I've never done this in a warm up ever in my life, but me and Hutchie go oh, and warm ha- up. Hammy. <laughs> oh, bullshit. Are you serious? <laughs> so, <laughs> so, prior, so prior to the game, so I'm I'm the I'm the I'm the Hutchie of 
the West Perth under Tagger. Yeah. So I'm tagging your Kane Mitchells, your Cole Horsies and whatnot. Mm. So I'm tagging Cole Horsey that game and I go out prior to the game and we start doing <laughs> – we're just having handballs, kicks, and I've never done this before. Hutchie starts doing – Why, hit a target? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is why I don't get the footy. This is why I tag players. <laughs> and Hutchie would roll me the ball mm. and I'd bend over and pick it up because he wanted to do it. So we did it both times. And I'd never done it. And after that I was like, oh, I'm a little oh, – no. I'm a little tender in the hamstrings. And I was tagging Cole Horsley and then five – minutes in, bang, oh, yeah. Hammy goes and I was like, it's fucking Hutchie so spot. Easy, so you're mate. telling me you, I'm blaming. Don't, you don't pick the ball up off the ground before a game? Never. <laughs> I never did because- he, of, he didn't pick it up during the game either. I don't have to touch the ball, I just have to run and chase a guy. Exactly. The ball is in dispute 70 to 80% of the time. I don't do hardball gets, match. mate. I'm Raymond Bartholomew on the outside or tackling people. He's just okay? throw Raymond under the bus there. <laughs> yeah, well, he, yeah. He, would, he would know that. But wow, so- you you fucking destroyed. No, I, I cost us an opportunity in grand final yeah. because then Cole Holsley uh, dominated. Yeah. yeah, about thirty four and four yeah, goals yeah, or something. Yeah. He was unlucky to get. He had he one get season with the Suns, Suns and then yeah. and he chopped. He had fucking a really good season. Yeah, and then they got rid of him. Yeah, yeah. didn't make any sense to me. Yeah, yeah. I think they had like new recruits that they wanted to give game time to, but mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Well, that's worked out, hasn't it? Yeah. So yeah. Well, so, let's just delist our best player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And lose him to North. Man, it's yeah. But one thing that was apparent uh, to me was your work rate on the on on the training track work and rate. the standards that you would try and set for everyone. As this um, new player coming in, didn't know anyone, and I feel like it was the first um, time trial night, and just went out there and uh, from memory won it, and and just set that standard from straight away. Yeah, and like there's always a bit of pressure when you go into a new footy club yes. as a signing. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. The other blokes like, oh, who's this guy? Especially like? with the rumours of how much he was getting paid. Really? Like, hey. what, what was it paid? What was it? Oh, yeah, confirmed. No, 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 I bet, more no, than like, thirty-four. Nah, no, oh. nah, <laughs> nah. Okay, so That'd be the highest paid play in the waffle. It was like, it was like a, on a per game basis. Yeah, oh, yeah. there's no salaries or anything. Sure, yeah. I know um, Blake um, Broadhurst. Yeah, from Subi was on a real good wicket there. Yeah, bro. but that's Subiaco, Subiaco, yeah. and their uh, pap- brown paper bags under the table, or like, oh, uh, you're, allegedly, or you're our, um, you're our development officer. Correct. They're paying you fifty well, grand a year to be out. our development officer. Figure it out, West Perth. <laughs> yeah, well, fucking if Jesus Subi can Christ. do it. <laughs> fucking figure it out. Come Everyone on. keeps pointing him out, going, "Fucking stop doing it. We'll just fucking keep up." Yeah, yeah. keep up, man. But we, money ball know, is shit. Unfortunately, our club. You know, nearly lost everything, so we didn't really even have no, <laughs> money to do that. Yeah, <laughs> so so Hutchie's playing for Rice, and yes. yeah, yeah, and, and pressure, and oranges at halftime. Yeah, pressure like come into a new team, but also pressure I put on myself because mm. I want to yeah get drafted again. Yeah, so, um, yep, pretty good year, 2011, but going into 2012, didn't get drafted at the end of 2011. Yep, like okay, 2012 need to improve again. Mm-hmm. I, Step forward, 2011, great, but all right, need to go again because didn't get drafted, so I need to keep going. Yeah. 2012, had a good year. You still think you can get drafted at this point? 100%. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I, was, I was 21. So, yeah, uh, so you're an old young. man in footy age, but. <laughs> I'm 21 in 2012. Yeah. So that so. to uh, Greg um, uh, Subi? Craig, yeah, Greg Clark. Greg, Greg Clark, 24. Yeah, but guys, you keep pointing out these rare occurrences like it's a normal thing. It's not. It's not normal. Yeah. And I knew it was against me. Yeah. But like I knew it could happen. What I saw happening with you is exactly what I saw happening with Prito. 
Exact same pathway. I saw, I see similarities with Very Patrick similar. and Pritter in there. And even the same way they got drafted, I specifically mm. remember messaging you on Facebook going, hey, bro, good luck. If it's any consolation, they didn't speak to Pritto. West Coast didn't speak to Pritto at all before the draft. So I reckon you're going to West Coast. I, reckon, I wish I, I can see if I can pull yeah, it up from yeah, back yeah, in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, so, yeah, you, get, you go through to 2012. Yeah, had a good season, like played um, state footy, um, won the best and fairest that year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, came second in the Sandover. Sandover, yeah. And yeah, to second to Kane Mitchell. Yeah. Like had a record amount of votes. Yeah. Biggest. Yeah. yeah. And then got drafted as okay. well. Yeah. He got drafted to Port Adelaide. Adelaide. And uh, so you're the second best player in the waffle when you still didn't get drafted? No, no, 2012. So yeah. So when you came second in the Sandover. Second in the Sandover, got drafted to West Coast. Nice. And um, that was in the main draft. Yeah. So but they didn't tell you, they didn't speak to you or anything, eh? Uh, I, did, I did have a chat with them at the end of that season. But no. nothing like, hey, nah. you're getting picked up. No, no, no. It was just like, I was just like, they're just checking in. Yeah. Seeing, seeing that I'm like. And where'd you watch this? Back at Gira? I watched, I didn't even watch it. Really? Yeah. Didn't even watch it. <laughs> so I was working. Were you on footy trip? We were on footy trip. No, we were on footy trip the week before. <laughs> it was a very good footy trip as well, that one. Yeah. 36 guys went over for that one. Wow. It was epic. Yeah. So I was actually working as a personal trainer then. Yeah. I was in the gym and I'd. Clients, I'd work that night, so I'm like, you know what, I'm not watching this because if it doesn't happen, I'm yeah. just dog cost yourself clients. some money, yeah, yeah, and let let them down, and also embarrass myself. So, like, <laughs> 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 so I just thought, if it happens, like if it happens, it happens. And in between um, sessions, I check my phone and just like a lot of text messages, whatnot. I'm like, wow, it's happened, and yeah. check the computer at the gym. Before checking your messages? No, no, after checking my messages. And yeah, pick 60, West Coast. Wow. I was like- What a pick at 60 as well. A little hidden gem down the down the track. And and the best thing about that, it's like a two-year deal off the bat if you picked in the main draft. So real. Yeah, I was stoked. Dream come true. Like, But I knew like I was just had a bit more sort of emotional intelligence just to know that it wasn't, Job's yeah, not done. base camp again. Base camp again. Job's so at done. that yeah. stage, we had a, there was a sl- slow transition from an alignment with West Coast Eagles with and East Perth. I remember this and being you a bit of a drama. And for you. the Dockers players with Peel hadn't come in yet. I don't think, it was, but, but you guys avoided that in 2013. Yeah, so 2013 was my first year at West Coast. But I was if I didn't play for the Eagles, I could still play at West Perth. Yeah, um, before any alignment. That yes. Happened. That ended up having in 2014. Yes. So best of both worlds. I played nine games in that. Um, hang on, hang on. We've, we've, we've glossed over a very important part of your journey. Yeah, what's that? Right. Your first footy game. Footy trip. Footy trip. Footy trip. Your first game. Yeah, first like, game. Like that's, you've, you've reached the peak. Well, yeah. this is, this is what. Um, so how does that happen? How long have you been training? What round is that? What's the fucking build up? Yeah, so. Uh, this is the magic moment. So we're equal premiership favourites going into 2013. Yes. West Coast star. Mm-hmm. And so I wasn't anticipating playing round one, mm-hmm. obviously trying. Um, and so I was, didn't get picked for the first few rounds, was playing well in the waffle. Were you drafted as a midfielder or did they draft you knowing that you're going to be a tagger? No, nah, as a midfielder. Yeah. I didn't, nah. Midfielder, half forward? Yeah, midfielder, half forward. Um, and so I was playing well in the waffle, just in the midfield with West Perth, doing well, and get a chance in round seven AFL up at, um, the Gabba against Why Brisbane. and how? Did somebody get injured or did you just had good form? Just good form. Yep. Like I just – I don't think anyone was yeah, I was about, injured. Yeah, I was about to say when he says he was going okay, he was fucking dominating. Smashing yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dominating. <laughs> like so, 40 touches a game in yeah. the waffle? 
Yeah, not that many. Maybe yeah. thirty, couple yeah. of goals, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what you. That's what you always wear. You you like your twenty five to thirty and a couple of goals. There's always yeah, there right. a couple of goals yeah. in there. Like like I was never a forty, like a Shane Nelson. Yeah, like, forty's yeah. hard to get. Like. Fuck, I don't know how they, they do it. Like everywhere, it's like normal now. <laughs> yeah. It's just like ah, forty yeah. one twos. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So um, it was just pure knocking on the door, bang, bang, bang. Yeah, yeah. Finally got the chance. And um, who told you, or when did you find out? Yeah, so. Uh, I was on my way home after main training, driving home, and John Worsold is calling me. Mm. I'm like, oh, I wish I. Like, He's probably testing to see if you answer the phone while driving. Risk, <laughs> risk, risk management. Yeah, I like literally just pulled his next side street, stopped, and like he never calls me. Mm. I'm like, something's mm. happening. And he said, uh, Well done, mate. You'll be playing this week. Fucking oath. I was like, yeah. So in that, that year, who was in that sort of, in that Eagles team? Because there were some. Really good players still floating around. Yeah, like Pritta, Daniel Kerr, Scott Selwood. Fuck. Cuzzy? No, not Cuzzy, unfortunately. Right. Um, who else was in the midfield? Uh, like Matt Rosa was on the wing. Bo Waters? He was like half back. Yeah, right. Like so we guns. had a good. Yeah. But you've got the core. Are you like, yay, do a little dance and shit or like. A fist pumps in yeah. the car. Commenced my drive home. Until <laughs> <laughs> uh, mum and dad and they're stoked and. Um, they're getting like tickets, like air f- airfare type thing, yeah, emails yeah, yeah. to come over. Mm-hmm. Um, Is this when the sub rule was there though? Was oh, or no? no? Yeah, I think there was sub, but I wasn't sub. Oh, I was like, yeah, sub rule. Was, and you missed out on Strikey. Strikey got delisted. You came in. Is that right? Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. He hated yeah. you for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, right. Sick. And so he was telling me to take his number, 41. Huh? Was he? You're yeah, like, nah, like, it's cursed. I'm <laughs> like, that's a heavy number. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, Fuck. For so, one year, he was probably their best player. Who? Strike? Strike. Strike had a great I season. think, uh, yeah, he, he played was, like 10, 11 yeah. games yeah. and was dominant. <laughs> but I ended up choosing 34 because I got option of 22, 34, 41 and a few yep. 40s. 40s were out of the question. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That. 22 was like injury cursed. Mm. So like- the Injury cursed. Previous got eight, self, or, no. eight or 10 years, blokes, like I think- Butler? Had, Jamie Graham had worn it yeah. his, and like- there's a Ryan Neitz. Who was yeah, Sam yeah. Butler? Sam Butler. It was 26. Yeah. 26. 26, yeah. So like- Two I'm ducks like, in a row there. Yeah. Duck, Avoided duck. 22. And 34 was good because I was 43 at Saints. Oh. A little like little switch. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like bit of same, same, but different. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, chose 34. So That's the reverse whole. your fortunes even. Yeah. 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 Um, and 34 didn't have any 100 game players. 34 didn't have any premiership players nice. at West Coast at that stage. Yeah. So, so you right. had the locker to yourself. Bare locker. Yeah. Clean skin. I'm like, I want to be- that name, yeah, you want to be that number. Sick. So that's mm. just like how I chose my number. Um, so get home, tell mum and dad they're stoked and, yeah, um, played up at Brizzy at the Gabba, um, started in the guts, which is great. Like Dean Cox. Huge. Like he was, was uh, I think it was Coxie that um, took that first ruck and um, I'm like, yeah, this is it. And going into that, I probably played the game in my head too much. Yeah, yeah okay. Like I was I, – I remember coming off my first rotation – at about 15 or 18 minute mark of the first quarter. And I just looked out and I'm like, I'm fucked. Yeah. <laughs> I reckon I've played three quarters of a game here and it's yeah. 18 minutes in. I'm like, I'm fucked. Fuck. Isn't that a thing? And I won't, I won't compare it, but I understand the, the jump is when I went from reserves to league, I remember that first jump and if one of the senior players said, you are going to be fucked in your yeah. first five, six, seven minutes. Yeah. Because you're going to, not only is it more intense, you're going to put in more effort. Yeah. Mm. So I guess it's that same level again. You've already gone to that level in, AF, in Waffle, but then you're going up the next level. Not only is it more intense again, you're putting in that extra effort again. Yeah, that's right, mate. And um, yeah, the adrenaline, plus you've probably played the game a bit in your head, so you just 
fuel sores are going to deplete quicker. Yes. Mm. So but managed to play out the game. Um, what were your stats like? Got 15 touches. Pretty good. I wish yeah. I had an option to bet on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Goal? Missed a goal late. Fuck. Yeah, I was pretty flat. But story of my life, got dropped the next week. Wow. Uh, yeah, just um, I think why? maybe maybe someone was coming back in. Oh, yeah. So maybe there was an injury, which is why I came in. But yeah. um, someone's come back in and they said the old standard, like, you've done nothing wrong. Yeah, just keep yeah. going, but you're not playing this week. So, And that week after, that was – the North Melbourne game where Nick took that mark, kicked the goal after the siren. Yeah, right. Me. No, I can't remember it, but oh, at yeah. Subi, yeah, took the screamer. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, so I was, was thinking game. Nick Rewalt for some yeah, reason. So, yeah. yeah, that was wicked. I yeah. saw that. I picked that. I said, yeah. into I was the with crowd. Dad. I was like, watch this. Nick's gonna fuck a mark. This. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could see it unfolding, you see it couldn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's running from behind. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, end up playing nine games that year. Yeah. Um, when did you kick your first goal? Kick my first goal against Gold Coast in the ninth game. When you your real first goal, I mean. That doesn't count. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, against Gold Coast. Well, it was actually touched. <laughs> so in my ninth game against Gold Coast. <laughs> uh, All right, the secret's fake news. It's, it's coming out. I've had a snap and like maybe Dion pressed you out someone. For yeah. The, like it's hit, you knew it was smashed touched. his hand. Like yeah. if there was hot spot. Yeah. yeah. Like massive snicko. Yeah. And, but, and when I kicked it, it bounced and it hit the post as well. <laughs> <laughs> it hit the post as well. And so the first bloke to have a touched hit the post, hit the post goal. You heard and it here first on the hard yarns. And the goal umps called it a goal, but everyone's like, no, no, no. And so the umpire's like, and that's when they sent up to the review. review. Yeah. And they weren't looking at the hands. They were looking right. at the post. Wow. Because <laughs> the review people thought it was for the post. Yeah. And that's what it was for. But Dion's like, no, no, I touched it, I touched it. I'm like, I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> I thought you had fucking morals and principles, mate. Well, We're learning like, a new side of you. This is my first goal, yeah. potentially. And so, there was <laughs> potentially, like, <laughs> that review must take away a lot of the fucking celebration, oh, it did, doesn't yeah. it? Just it was like inconclusive. So they just went with on field. <laughs> on field. Did everyone get around you still or no? No. What? No one got around you for your first goal. Well, one, like, no one kind of realised. It was, like, my ninth game, no one realised. And two, like, the moment had passed. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so shit. I was just like, oh, <laughs> Everyone yeah. else that kicks a goal, the whole team's just on Just so them. you know, yeah. I just kicked my first. <laughs> but did you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, that was my first one. But, again, had 25, kicked a goal. Nice. Got dropped the week what? later. Like, it was just- that's insane. Yeah, but it was such a strong team as well. And also it was, it was against Gold Coast, so that's like getting five touches. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, we weren't. Like, we finished 13th that year. Yeah, that's right. Oh, really? He's got smart. Yeah, and then we wooden spoon the year after. Ah, uh, no, that was no, 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 no. Uh, wooden spoon was twenty ten. Yes. Oh, yeah. so twenty thirteen yeah. we finished thirteenth. So we weren't strong by that. That was late in the season. Yeah, okay. Drop, what so. was it like playing with Bo Waters? I fucking loved watching him play, man. Yeah, he's um, a very tough, like, inspirational player yeah. to play with. Like, he's hard as nails. Like, he's almost too courageous and yeah. too hard because he just puts himself in those positions, pushes yeah. himself so much that. He puts himself in harm's way. Yeah. Mm. What number was he? Twenty four or eight? Eight. Eight. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. He was great, man. I, I, he was my favourite player. And Adam Hunter was playing while you were there. No, no, no. Done. No, yeah, he's long gone. Yeah. Yeah. I just caught like um, Bowie Waters, Daniel Kerr, Adam Selwood. Playing Andrew with Emily. Curry would have been fucking something special. Emily? I can't lie. He ran hard, eh? Yeah. He was just like he would come off an injury, like a six week injury, first game back, just like he'd never missed. Yeah. Like just his ability to pick up the speed of the game nice. was insane and just, yeah. He was getting toward the end of his career by then, Andrew Embley as well. But I got, got to play with those blokes, that was yeah. sick. Who yeah. did you make friends with? Because uh, I remember asking you this the other day and you're like, 
Yeah, I mean, the boys were my mates, but I see them every day. I, I need friends outside of footy, whereas some interstate players, the only mates they have are their teammates. Yeah. Who were you – did you really, like, have really close mates? Because at your 30th, there was quite a few of the boys, but, like, who were your closer mates at West Coast? Yeah, yeah. so, like, um, Shep. Yeah. Like, started playing with him in under-16s, mm-hmm. so I've known him a um, long time. But Shep um, – Jack Darling, um, Gaffy's good, Yoey, yeah. um, got along well with Gov, Shuey. Like, I get along well with yeah. a lot of the But like, you've got mates outside. And I think that's a bonus to being drafted as a more mature age as well. You get a chance to build a life outside of 48. Yeah, and I, I like to have that balance. Mm. Like, um, and like for the interstate blokes, yeah, you don't know anyone. So, of course, you're going to have yeah. mates outside. But like, I've Perth boy, like, been to a lot of footy clubs. Um, I just, it just gives me a bit of perspective. It gives me that balance in terms of my social relationships as well. So, um, so after your first season, nine games, nine games, and um, West mm. Perth made the finals. So mm. I was able to play fi- and Eagles didn't. So I was able to play Waffle Finals, mm. and I was like, "Yeah, sit, go back," because um, I knew the alignment was going to happen next year. Yeah, so East Perth, and they'd already alignment. had a half alignment with. New players, like a soft alignment, and a soft yeah. alignment, a half alignment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Half no, alignment. like a half alignment with East Perth. They'd started putting, so they had a fair contingent of West Coast yeah. Eagles players playing for them. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so um, played finals there. We like we played Claremont first final, and they had finished top. Mm-hmm. We finished second, and we got we got smashed by them a couple of years before. Yes, the final in you know, ninety points. Yeah, and so um, but. We, we end up winning that game by a goal or three points or whatever. And I'm like, oh, could we made a grand final. Could yeah. win it here. Yeah. And um, East Perth had won their way through. So it was East Perth, West Perth grand final. Um, <clears> they had a lot of Eagles boys like Scott Lysett, Adam Selwood, Blaine Wilson. Cripps. Mortz, yeah, Cripper. So um, like they were the favourites. Yeah. Had the form, had the players. 100%. Um, but we we were confident, like quietly confident. Mm-hmm. And end up winning that and win that game at Subi. Um, nice. Won a Simpson. Won a Simpson, yeah. Um, oh, were you the Simpsons medalist? He won best on, yeah. Did you? Yeah. I didn't even know that. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? Um, nice. So of all the players, all the Eagles players out there? Yeah, yeah. I was only on Hutch Judge. I was only AFL, Eagles AFL with West Perth. Yeah. yeah Josh Mellington, who was Josh a Josh Mellington. Boy. And do we have one more? I feel like another Dockers. Was it just the two? But we had, two. we had a good mix of ex-AFL, like Geordie Jones Strikey. from Eagles, Strikey, yeah. Jay Van Berlo. Yeah. Um, so you say Mitch Morton was at East Perth? Uh, Carl Morton. Because he was on the Eagles list that year. Yes. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. So it was, a, it was a great way to sort of finish off your debut year, I guess, wasn't that? Oh, yeah. Like stoked and I remember Dad telling me before the game, like this could be the last game you play for West Perth for a while. Mm. Obviously the Eagles and alignment next year. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, okay, I've got to make it Go count. Hard. Mm. What were your stats? Twenty nine and three. One nice. might argue that Rowan Kerr, former Carlton player, was kicked five. Kicked, f- kicked five and got like twenty. Nineteen. Nineteen. <laughs> I, know, I know all the stats. Kerry is yeah. very sad. Yeah. He's adamant. Well, he kicked two in the last quarter. Yeah, he did. Uh, so the game was already won. He kicked. He kicked the first two goals of the game. Like yeah. credit, oh, like shit. three to half time, but maybe one or two in the. You know, you, kicked, yeah, you kicked the clutches, eh? I kicked my clutch. He three did kick some clutch. Yeah. yeah, like he played well. Um, but I played better. <laughs> <laughs> he will to this day. Uh, <laughs> uh, robbed. Yeah, Hashtag yeah. robbed, I reckon, yeah. is his constant post. Did he send a question in? Hey? No, I'm but uh, yeah, that would yeah, probably yeah, be the yeah, question. Yeah. Uh, well, How do you feel about so robbing that? You win a Simpson for West Perth. Now you have to go play against the guys that you just beat for a flag the next year. That's a pretty surreal thing. If, if I was playing Waffle. 
Yeah. Because I'm, 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 I'm still in the AFL. This one would be playing Eagles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if I was to play Waffle, I'd go back to East yeah. Perth. And yeah. that was – and end up um, – yeah, early on the season playing East Perth and, yeah, that was an awkward yeah. first walk in. Yeah. yeah. When bag. did you feel like you fit at West Coast? When were you like, I'm an AFL player? End of 2014. Yeah. So, like, I'd played 16 games in 2014. For That's Eagles. pretty good. Mm-hmm. In a row? No, no, no. Again, sporadic? A bit sporadic. Injury yeah. got dropped still yeah. a couple of times. What so. do they tell you when you get dropped? What do you have to work on? Sometimes it was team balance. Yeah. Uh, but sometimes – That would be such a cop out, eh? Yeah. Fuck you. But sometimes I played like shit and I said, yeah. look, you weren't good enough. Yeah. Get form. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. And were you, were they still trying to get you to be a midfielder or were you now trying to. That was tag? when I was transitioning to a bit of a tagger mm. here and there, here and there. That's where he just called me up for all the advice. <laughs> <laughs> how do you do it? Oh, just. Yeah. So, how do you learn to tag? Because that's what I was thinking about before um, we were speaking on the pod. The transition from being a gun, getting 29 and three goals. So having to sacrifice actually getting the footy and run around and fucking just follow a cunt, man. Well, that's putting your ego like, behind you. That's doing that's, what's right for the team. But it wouldn't be enjoyable anymore. You'd it, have to find some kind of motivation. I like to play footy to take hangs, get the footy. If I knew I was just going out to have a, a glorified jogging session, right, and trying to follow some other dude and be his personal striver – it would be fucking pretty cr- like crushing. You know you're getting paid for it, but fuck, man. I'll say how I felt yeah. before he says, but I loved it. Yeah. I frothed it. My yeah. challenge was just stop that guy. Yeah. Just make sure. But you, he- you never got 29 and three guys. No, yeah, <laughs> co- yeah, correct, correct. <laughs> well, yeah, I was doing that, I was doing that in, the, in the reserves. Yeah. But like it was um, – I remember the, the game before I played my league debut, I got 28 and four goals mm. from the wing. That's so unreal. that was like – Oh, I, and then I had to go and play on fucking Morton, I think it was. Fucking, I had to go Could have just told him your name was Laidley and so, he would have run away from but you. But it was the, the goal of like, I'm doing the right thing for the team. It was like my everyone, every other player appreciates what you're doing yeah. and that was like what f- made me froth it. I liked that, I've got to be honest, when I was <laughs> in amateurs, yeah. but when there was a job to be done and I got given it to stop the dude. Yeah, it's, it was it's great motivating. Stopping to- them and then getting the footy yourself. But if I didn't get the footy myself, it's, yeah, it's well, you like, still get three or yeah. four touches here and there. Like, yeah. if you can rack up your ten, but it's good because if the boys know you're tagging someone, they just go, "Oh, you're getting fucking towed up. He's getting the footy." But also, you would talk so much shit. Oh yeah, I was a cunt. But yeah. the um, the the best players, they take you to the footy. Yeah, right. So you're if you're constantly with them, if they don't get it, yeah. you're usually right there and cop another 10, 15, 20 possessions yourself mm. anyway. Mm. So it ends up being you're not. So, yeah. so AFL. Sorry, so so yeah, let's talk your, about our amateur yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So what, what was your – how did you – like, yeah, what was the mindset? Yeah, well, when Simo first said, oh, look, I want you to do this, tag for us, I'm like, the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> fuck you fucking what? <laughs> like – is did it because you, you had a tank? So you hang on, you've got Wusher and Simo. So I had Wusher so in 2013. What was Wush like as a coach? Yeah, or, he was or did like, you not have a lot to do with him. No, no, no. He, um, I was I was so grateful. I had that one year with Wush. Yeah. Um, like he, he was all about training standards, high standards, discipline. Yeah. Like rock up, um, professional, um, and he would delegate a lot of the football now, the game plan at that stage to the assistants, which is what uh, how yeah. AFL's going. Yeah. You just delegate. But he, he was dri- driving standards, professionalism, discipline, fitness. Did he talk to you a lot or did does he have like his favourites? Because that would be tough, man. I hated when my coaches weren't telling me what I was doing well or what I could improve on. Yeah, like 
with no, I didn't have a lot of mm. one-on-one conversations with him because you're you're working with your line coach or your yeah. development coach. Like it's hard for him to have forty-five conversations yeah. every week. Yeah, yeah, with blokes. Like yep. there's so much, so much pressure on senior coaches. Um, but like when he needs to talk to you, he'll talk to you. And then Simo, in comparison, was yeah, because their role is not to make you a better player. Their role is make the to, team. Yeah, yep. yeah, they've got to oversee a lot. Yeah, of exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So Simo compared to Wush, different. Yeah, Simo was more like a, a modern day, like um, very smart footy wise, mm. like game plan wise, how you want to play. Such um, temperament, it looks like. like. Yeah, like, and he wasn't as. Wooshawood was never firing Brinstone. He was just like, he didn't need to be. Yeah. Like, yeah. He just had that aura. Seen what he did. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> when he played. Smiling assassin. Yeah. He just had that aura. And um, like early on, Simo, that was his first head coaching gig. Mm. So he was still learning himself. But. Um, no, he, he, he. I found I had more conversations with Simo. Yeah. Um, Didn't his yeah. first season? Oh, I can't remember. His first season was very pretty successful. Hey, Simo. Yeah, we finished ninth. Yeah. Like, just just missed finals, but yep. it was an improvement on. Yeah. 13. Yeah. So yeah, so Simo has a chat to you. He tells you to be a tagger. Yeah. I was and just you're like, like, fuck off, gun. <laughs> yeah. Like, no one grows up to be a tagger. <laughs> Wanted to be a tagger. <laughs> no. Like, no. Like, and I'm like, okay, like, but like, except for Cameron it's, Lee, it's getting me a game. Yeah. Like I'm and you're around the footy. Like yeah. if you're playing on the best, you're always around the footy and you just pick up touches like that. So I'm yeah. like, I just reframed it. I, it took me a while. It took me a few games. Yeah. Who did you ask for advice or did you watch or did you learn it yourself? So we had Brady Rawlings. Yeah, he was a gun tag. The best, yeah. the, be- the best. He'd yeah. get it and he's a perfect example. He'll kick goals he's off with, him. He's around the footy. He'd actually get the footy as well. Him and Lingy were the two best. Yeah. yeah. And he was my mid coach. Yeah. So he, he helped me do it. Like he was like, he won best and fairest tagging. Yep. So like, I had what's some perfect. of the tricks? What's some of the tricks you've got there? For all our young uh, whippersnappers out there learning yeah. how to tag, it's all about preparation. So um, if they're if they're there might be a type of player where they get a lot of handball receives. Mm. So if you can stop, just eliminate the handball receives or halve it. Suddenly they don't know what to do because they're yeah. not are good. They don't really spread for marks, or they or they might spread for a lot of marks. So if you cut their marks out, just play them a little bit tighter yeah. in open play, then they don't know what to do. So you try and take. You look at their two or three main avenues of getting the footy mm. and try and take that out. And who does that with you, Brady or? Yeah, Brady was they awesome. They give you all the footage? Yeah, Brady would just cut it up. He'd just tell me what to do. Wow. So I was gifted. Like, Sick. Yeah. And I sort of had a like a leg up right from the start because just like a fast track. Yeah. Basically. He's got all of his, his own files. This just, is how he's yeah. going to get the football. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's Stop, insane. Stop him from getting these ones. These ones aren't an impact. Yeah. So, for example, like those nothing handballs at the back, mm-hmm. who gives a fuck, get as many of them as you want. But like Tom a, Mitchell. Yeah, but like a, a damaging play running down the wing, getting that yeah. easy one on the outside. Yeah. And yeah. if you can – yeah. And some some are forward half type players, some are yeah. back half type players. So mm. if you know these things, mm. you just know when to be on high alert and you know where you can ask switch off because they're, they're not going to get the ball here. You yeah. Know, just have a little break. Yeah. All right, it's, it's in a contested situation. He's pretty good around here. I was going to say, what would, those would be your hardest, the one who get the contested footy. The uh, right. I don't know if you, yeah. you tagged a Patrick Dangerfield or a Joel, like any of those sorts of players. But Are the other blokes smashing the fuck out of you as well, protecting yeah. their guy? Like you cop it. Like if you're on the runners that are on the outside, if you are a good runner, yeah. it's easy. Yes. Yeah. But it, when the ball's in amongst it, contested, random, you can't account for every possible scenario. Mm. So they're going to get touches – especially if a teammate's going to feed it to them. So mm. those ones that are in around the contest and get their own ball, they're harder to sort of deal with. Do you get much but, chirp from the opposition calling you a fucking dog or anything like that? Yeah, like 
Yeah, you do a little bit. A lot of the time, the game's moving so fast yeah, and yeah. everyone's stuffed and thinking about what they need to do. <laughs> that, That's what I've no- noticed through the years evolving football is it's become less about the fighting and the fucking chirp and just like my role is to play this. Yeah. I, I couldn't give a fuck what you're doing. I've got to do this right now because so role-based and so so much almost like science. Robotic. And, 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 uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. We're in this spot on the ground. I have to stand here and move to this point. That would be frustrating though. I'd rather a bit of flair, man. It becomes – are not enjoyable. Definitely for me it became uh, you, you feel like you're mentally exhausted at the end of a game when you're constantly trying to assess where you are on the ground. Not only yourself, you've got yourself in place, you're a midfielder, fuck, is our sweeper in, is yeah, our, yeah. you're like, it's getting yeah. everyone. At the end of the game you're so exhausting and then AFL it must be fucking heightened again. No noise, like you couldn't hear, fuck all. Not to mention the physical mm. exertion. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, it's a tough game. Who who was the best at give at talking shit that you heard? Sam Mitchell. Really? Because like, yeah. I had to tag him in twenty six days. Like, was he? Did he become your um, midfield coach? Yeah, yeah, for, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so he, played with him. In what was he? What was he? Or was he just be like your shit? Keep up. for <laughs> telling him. Yeah, like at least uh, you didn't have to fucking run going fast. nowhere. Like yeah. he, he like he was had amazing like like one liners just yeah. to make you feel like shit. Yeah. Like, um, I can't remember exactly, yeah. but. That's how I felt with Shane Barros. I brought that up before on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Just little things that infuriate you. Yeah, and like he'd – you weren't um, expecting it. He'd just turn around whack you in the throat. Because <laughs> yeah. he knew <laughs> – like, What the fuck? Like he just knew when the umpires were That one? Yeah, just like right but what there. about the cameras? Yeah, but like off vision. Yeah. And like, unless I went down and made a big scene of it, yeah. no one would ever think about it. I'm yeah. Like, like you get Throat puncher. Yeah, like because it's he could argue it's not high. It's still part of the torso. Yeah, that's good point. That's pretty smart. Yeah, that's so good. And then you're just like, ah, oh, I'll give you that. Well done. Yeah. So did he teach you that as a coach, or did you pick up on that from playing on him? Oh, I picked up on playing on him. Like he would never. He, yeah, he wouldn't really, unless you asked him directly. He struck me as very similar. In the, he strikes me in the throat <laughs> as not uh, never having met him, but striking him from the outside. Uh, my sorry. My uh, view of him is very similar to like a Mark Lacroix um, slash like a uh, Nathan Van Burlo personality. Pretty chirpy, but like when you get to know them, fucking legend. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, a bit like Lecker. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like confident in himself, but walks a walk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talks a talk, walks a walk. Like speaks for himself. Like his, sto- flags his story, and oh, fuck, oh, he doesn't really like talking too much, he reckons, but um, his story for his premiership. Is incredible with his wrist and what he went through that year oh, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just ridiculous. Yeah, it was, it was and copying it left, right, and centre from people like David King and stuff, saying he he's weak, he's not tackling, and he's got a fucking broken arm, and they don't know, and he's trying to hide it. And yeah, so, yeah, it was ruined. But yeah. he knew there was a chance we could win it, so he just yeah, kept going. Like, mm. What um, I was going to say, did you ever punch anyone in the throat? I can't see you being <laughs> that dirty. No, nah, I didn't have. Nah, yeah, too was, nice. Didn't feel right. I didn't, eh? Yeah, it just didn't feel right. Like I maybe just like an elbow to the. Solplex or whatever, yeah. but nah. who was your uh, who was your bunny other than Steel Sidebottom? He was the easiest. Who was the easiest tagger? Uh, I mean, someone that you knew was going to be an easy day out. None are easy. Some are more sim- simpler than others. Yeah, like, some are complicated. You don't have to be politically correct here. They like, don't listen. Like <laughs> Rory Sloan is simple to play on. Yeah, like it's still tough. Yeah, but he's just see like see get ball, ball get ball see ball get ball yeah. Um, he doesn't really play outside too much. He's yeah. like an inside mid yeah. and he's good at it, but like it's a simple plan. Yeah. Whereas someone that moves around, like steel sidebottom's complicated. 
yeah. as he moves like around. You made it look easy, bro. Every oh, yeah. final. Yeah, I know, but like a lot of preparation went into that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's uh, let's fast forward a little bit. So you've established yourself over three or four seasons as a very sort of consistent player. And then 2018 comes out. Hang on, let's go to 2015 where your speed work obviously didn't work. Against Cyril Rioli. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. Let's, oh, actually, yeah, before yeah, that. That's your first. You played in a losing AFL grand final. Feels like everything you've had to do, you've had to lose before you win, which yeah, is pretty good. It's funny, eh? Like, yeah. Yeah, 2015. Yeah, the road to redemption. Though, mm. Yeah, you're earning your, your stripes. And, yeah, that's what life is, isn't it? Like, it's mm. never perfect. It's yeah. Never perfect. Well, for some blokes, it may seem that way, but I guarantee mm. for everyone, it's never perfect. So, yeah, 2015, I didn't tag at all. Oh, we, wow. We were just flying. Yeah. I was playing mid, bit of half forward. Like We were incredible that season, I think. We yeah, we finished second. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Um, yeah. lost to Hawks in the in the GF. So oh, you yeah. guys beat them at Subi. That first final, yeah. That first final. Was that to go into the I prelim? Was there, actually. Yeah. yeah, Hutchie got his tickets as well, me and my brother and say, yeah. I think I sat with your old man. Yeah, yeah. Jack, <laughs> Jack Darling's drop was the turning point in that game. Because it looked like we were coming back? Mm-hmm. Mm, poor Jackie. Unfortunately. I love yeah. you, Jack, but- that one looked like we were back into it. Like we were generating momentum. Yes, generating momentum and then dropped a chess mark yep. and it felt and like it was gone. Yeah. Because it resulted in a goal in the other Yeah, and Hawks, end. man, they couldn't do anything wrong that day. Oh, they could not. Like, yeah. it was, they were kicking left foot fucking yeah. snags on the boundary. Yeah. Just like credit to them. Like oh, they, incredible. They team. Like that was their third. They'd experienced. They knew yeah. what it was all about. Yeah. So, um, but at least you're now part of grand final folklore. Yeah, so yeah, what did zero. it feel like, actually, zero, first of all, in 2015, you've gone from being delisted at the Saints as a rookie mm. to slowly earning your, your stripes at West Coast to playing in a fucking AFL grand final. What's that like? Yeah, yeah it was loud. <laughs> <laughs> it was loud. and The whole build-up, the yeah, preparation. We'll blame, we'll blame that for the rundown because no one was talking. Yeah, well, yeah. I, yeah I, I, I couldn't hear anything. Yeah. And even they, like... Well, <laughs> the noise was Cyril's coming. All I heard... Like, <laughs> When he's about two metres away, <laughs> just like the whole crowd. And I reckon That'd I got be the, like the boogeyman, eh? Yeah. Just, and I reckon I got the handball off. Yeah, you did. But yeah, 100%. The umpire just wanted to pay a free kick. Yeah. Like he just got caught up in it. Yeah. And um, like 100% a, you great, got the handball away. Great chase, great tackle. Yeah. Got the hand Like, yo, I handballed it 15 metres in front of me to Yoey. Yeah. But um, it was just one of those days where Hawthorne could do no wrong. And nerves leading up, grand final parade, all that. Yeah. And. That's one thing, like a little bit with my debut game, you sort of played a little bit mm. in your head and before – because it's a grand final, it's the, it's the dream. Um, and you just – if you think about things too much, you just um, – yeah. emotionally and physically, you just take that edge off mm. that you need. It's also nothing against Simo, obviously, but it was his, only his second year as a He's head a, coach. Yeah. yeah, and we were still a young team, like mm. yeah. first grand final for a lot of us, so – um, Which is what I found so incredible, and I think it was 2018. We were touted to finish bottom of the ladder, mm, and I looked cool. at that squad and thought, we have not like no, not only all of the players that played in that grand final, we've only lost a few older older legs, and just gained. I definitely and thought we were going to lose the wooden spoon. I had I had no thoughts of that. I was the opposite. I was like, what is this? And I felt redeemed when you guys fucking got there or even just started playing well. I was like, this is a team that's got, you know, what, I think what, I feel like it was 18 of those players who played in that premiership was or the that grand final. Was the 2015 game plan and the 2018 game plan different? Yeah. It was? Uh, 2015 we were – 2018 was so much more structured in terms right. of roles – in terms of we were more of a kicking team. Yeah. We were always a kicking team. But I just felt like it 
was more obvious and evident in 2018, our kicking. Mm. Um, but like we were just more role-based in mm. 2018 versus 2015. 2015 I was just running around midfield, half forward, trying yeah. to get touches and like oh. there was structures but like it was just so much more defined in 2018. Mm. And what role did Sam Mitchell play in that sort of – Midfield yeah. structure because he seems to be the difference. Uh, well, yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know if he was responsible for the roles. I think Simo, yes, but um, yeah, Mitch had a great um, throat punch, <laughs> <laughs> he had a great knack of like getting the best out of each player, mm. yeah, and pushing their buttons in the right way, knowing when to push their buttons, knowing how to play them. What would he do to you, finger uh, in the bum? <laughs> no, or no, just no. like remember that time we played on each other and I fucking towered you up, going. <laughs> like he would, uh, he would be, he wouldn't need to be pushed my buttons too much because mm. he knew I was pretty driven. Mm. But some blokes he'd get, get up their ass, like drive them. But for me, he'd um, it'd just take a comment, like mm. a off offhand comment, and I, yeah, like oh, um, if you're walking eating a roll or something <laughs> or like a cupcake or something, oh, you're happy with yourself, are you? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> fat shaming. Fat shaming yeah. is in vogue. Like, you, you, you play well on the weekend, did you? Yeah. Good on you. Like, it was just like, Fuck. but just made you reassess. Like, yeah. He didn't yeah. tell you not to do well, it. Well, he's not the most ripped bloke in the planet. No, <laughs> no, no, he's not. But he didn't tell you not to do it. It yeah. just made you, he made you think yeah. and you decide for yourself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's how he. Um, that's good. I wish our government did that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Being able to decide for ourselves. <laughs> yeah. And he would say, look, I'm here to help you. If you don't want to do it, I'm not going to play you. Like simple as that. Yeah. I'm telling you to do this stuff. If you don't do it, that's fine. Yeah. Enjoy the tooth. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. If you're going to play, who was who was the constant battle? Like which player was the constant battle for him to get it right? Uh, like yeah. Mark Hutchings. No, nah, no, wasn't. <laughs> We're all pretty good. Like probably oh. Yoey. Really? Yeah, because yeah, he always wanted to get the footy. Uh, or no, not not because of that. It was just because. Um, at that stage, he was he won uh, all Australian off half back the year mm. before, mm. and he was moving into the midfield. Mm. And there was times where we put him half back because he won all. He was good there. Mm. And he's like, he always like, no, nah, I want to play midfield. Like, get me, I'm, I'm the best player here. Get me there. <laughs> yeah. And so it was just like just an ego thing, yeah. which you need as an like yeah, yeah. elite athlete. It was just managing that. Yeah. And yeah. So um, we, we worked out pretty well when Yoey got his wish playing midfield and yeah. won all Australian in there and best and fairest or whatever. Yeah. So. Incredible year. Well, yeah. Yeah. But for you, it wasn't the the easiest season. I got dropped four times. Yeah. Fuck, that's insane. Like, I, got, I got dropped four times in 2018. Like yeah. played the last preseason game, got dropped for round one. Like I'll, that's probably the most devastated I have been after being dropped. Why? Because you felt like you are established? Not because of that. Like because um, it was a new era, like pretty yeah. Mitch retired, Sam Butler. Like, if I'm ever going to play midfield, yeah, oh yeah, with Prittis and Mitch not in there, yeah, like, yeah. now's my time, and I'm not playing. Like, where am I at? Like, yeah, and it was the first game at Optus. Like, I wanted to be that first game at Optus at yeah. Sydney. Like, yeah, and I just built my. I'm like, this is my year. Like, I lost. That's four right. Or five Buddy kilos. Franklin kicked yeah. fucking seven or something, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. seven or eight. Yeah. Like, I just set myself for that year, and to miss out round one, I'm just like, fuck. Because up to that point. I played round one once in seven years. Yeah, right. Of my whole Fuck. Eagles career. Wow. So over my whole career, I probably played round one twice. Yeah. So I was just like- You are a very earn your stripes. Yeah. <laughs> fucking player. And it was just like, not again, like- Yeah. Yeah. And so um, came in, played a couple of games, got dropped. Came in, played a couple of games. So it happened four times. Uh, playing a role though as well? Yeah, I was yeah. tagging. Yeah. Um, oh, midfield, but- 
at about halfway point or about third of the way through, they said, like, okay, Yeah, I remember the, the switch. Yeah, you're going to tag now. Like, yep. that's where you, how you're going to get in this team. Yes. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? Yep. I'll do no what dramas. I have to because this is a team that could go all the way. We're doing all right. Yeah. And I want to play AFL. So, yeah. any whatever you want me to do, I'll do. So, um, after that, uh, after the mid-season break, I didn't miss a game mm. um, after the bye and uh, held my spot and just having that consistency and week after week after week, knowing if you play well or do your role, you're going to be in the team. Mm. That helps a player so much. Like if you always – Security, man. Same yeah. thing like with girls. If they're not going to leave you, like you feel better, man. Yeah, yeah. Like if your team's going to be there, yeah. course, what you happened, can focus on other things. What happened to the mindset of the team – when Nick Natnui, who was instrumental in, in, you know, your guys' midfield dominance, going down uh, around, you know, f- was it 16, 16 yeah, later in the season yeah, against, against Collingwood pass, at yeah. uh, the G. What did that do to the team's mindset? Yeah, it was, like, pretty shattering just, like, on a personal note for himself and for us, mm-hmm. like, as a teammate, like, um, knowing that he'd done it um, a year or two before yeah. and that we were doing well and a chance for success. So, personally – Shattering, but like it was because we were role based. Mm. It was like, all right, who's going to play ruck now? Bards, yeah. you're up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we needed to play this role for us. So it, in that sense, like AFL's ruthless. Yeah. It's like next man in, yeah, play yeah, your yeah. role. There's less um, from, emotion. Yeah, like yeah. from an outside point of view, it looks as though when you have a Vardy or someone of lesser standard rucking, there's an attitude change with the midfield. There's a, um, a bit more of a fucking a hardness about them, uh, a steelness about them that they have to get that that tough ball. They're not going to get it on a platter, so they're going with a better attitude. Is that sort of – do you think that's how it feels? Uh, you have to adjust, definitely. Um, you can't expect um, hits 15 metres out on a – Yeah. Because um, yeah. only a couple of ruckmen in the league can do that. So mm, yeah. um, we just had to tighten up a little bit and um, be a bit more um, predictable. Mm. And so um, I think we were a good midfield. Um, we were pretty predictable up to that point with mm-hmm. Nick Ruggin, but we probably just had to tighten up even more Yeah, and just um, with Vaz and Scotty in there. And then to lose Shepard. And Gaff. And Gaff. Oh, so, Gaff so, was a complete accident. So Gaff was the ac- accident of doing, what every, doing exactly what Sam Mitchell has done to you a hundred yeah. times. To just, e- yeah. every Two between, inches higher. Yeah, right. he Ray fell Shaw into fell. it. Yeah. So, and look, you can't condone it because, fuck, I don't know how many times I've punched someone in the chest to get him off me. Like it's the get off. He's yeah. fallen into it. So that's obviously f- shattering for Gaff. Yeah. But then Shep. Um, that was so you could sort of you, you, you don't put it on Gaff, but you like fuck his actions. You know this is what he sort of deals with, unfortunately. Um, but Shepard and getting pushed as well as he did it. Just, yeah, accident, freak accident, <sighs> hamstring. Yeah. Or was he all Australian? Not that year, but Not maybe year, year the after. year after. Like an absolute ge- genius of a player who I fucking massively um, really underrated in his early years. Really didn't think he was that. Good, and then just grew into this fucking gun. What was the feeling amongst the group then? You've just lost Nick Nat, you've lost Gaff, and then yeah. Shep. Like I think the Eva finals, or was it the first final? First final, yeah. I guess by that stage of the season, we had realised we could still deal with it. Mm. We could still find a way, and the blokes that were coming in were still playing a role, doing their job. So as hard as it was for the blokes that were missing out, who came in for him? Uh, so Dom came in for Gaff. And uh, who came in for Gaff? Dom, Dom Sheed. Dom? But they're Dom. just they're well, equivalent. Good pl- yeah, well they're good like they're equivalent and players. Who came in so for Shep? there was never gonna uh, be Schofield. Schofield. Yeah. Yeah. 
and yeah. Schofield played out of his fucking skin for two or three weeks. Like, just mm. again, roll. Does what yeah. he had to for the team, didn't he? At that stage of the season, like, you got to keep going. Yeah. We, we won that final that night. So, yeah, we're happy. Like, there's no other choice. <laughs> I was like, stoked. Fucking, I had money on side bottom not to get like 20 or 25, and Hutchie kept him under and won me a big bucket. What yeah, do you keep him to? I think it was 19 or something, or, uh, or so fuck all, 11, maybe 12. Uh, yeah, was, he had 14 in the GF. I can't remember what he had in the first final. Was, he did, he did it under right 20. in the first final. I think it was still okay. under 20 or under 25 because yeah. I, I made bank on it yeah. both times. So Yeah, and so um, won that first final, got to the prelim, the training session, and then – Who did we smoke? Melbourne, eh? Melbourne. Yeah, like yeah. 100. I sat there. Oh, yeah, 10 yeah. I got front row tickets. Del- uh, Burnsy got um, Melbourne – Membership tickets to go to that game, and we sat there yeah. and had to just be very quiet because <laughs> <laughs> I, I know yeah. all these poor Melbourne just fucking devastated. Oh, would, like no, that helped fucking fuel them win this yeah, year, yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Exactly. But yeah, the, um, that was good. Fucking JD, motherfucker! I went to give him five and say good day as he walked past and gave us nothing. Don't because well, you're a random it. dude in the no, crowd. He didn't. He, uh, it must yeah. be a blur though when you're going it's around. A blur. You're yeah. just kind of like looking at yeah. the hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so then second time around, grand final, you're named again. No substitute rule, thank fuck. Yes. And then. Yeah, and uh, we, were, we were better prepared this mm. time mentally. Yeah. Uh, we knew what was going to happen. You beat them in the. Well, in how the, many players in played semi. in the, the 15 one? 15 or 16. Yeah, yeah. so a, a pretty like. Yeah, so well, maybe 14, 12, I don't know, but like decent, over half. It mm. definitely helps having that experience, eh? Even just finals. Yeah, and just a lead up. Because I've had friends it. before in the past go, I'd rather us not even make finals and stuff. And I'm like, wouldn't you rather go and lose a final and those players get experience for the next season? It's all experience. Hey? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's all learning. So Fuck, bro. First quarter, I've, I had 500 on the nose on West Coast. I'm like, okay, game's finished. I spent a ton of money getting tickets, yeah. flying over. And I'm like, this is my first grand final I ever watched. And the first quarter, I'm like, fuck, bro. I just necked my fucking vodka like it's over. I um I moved positions on the couch. Thought my karma might change. As soon as I moved, I think yeah. Rioli got that little toe tap. Rioli was fucking phenomenal, man. Oh, yeah. But he got that little toe tap one, the little mm. nothing accidental goal almost. Mm. And then um, I went, I'm sitting here. Strikey, get the fuck away from me. Move everyone. I've got the karma. Mate, even if Strikey was in the other room, he'd still be touching any of his dick. out. <laughs> <laughs> so you're uh, you're fucking. I look up. You're down by six goals. Yeah, five. five. I look up. It's thirty-one to one. I'm just like Could base be camp again. again. The yeah. whole of Australia is uh, thinking that. Oh, yeah. this is embarrassing. You fucked us our grand final. Who again. was the most positive? No one. Really? <laughs> like quarter time, everyone's just like. Oh, by quarter time, we'd got two goals. Yeah, and so because Kennedy kicked one just prior. Yeah, hey? yeah. Willie kicked that, and then JK kicked it. So two goals, and all the stats are looking pretty good. Collingwood were just so efficient when they went forward. Yes. Anytime to go, he got it. Goal. Outside. Stephenson was kicking out. goals. Yeah. Hoskin Elliott, like they were just kicking goals out their ass. Like, mm. It was just like, oh. I remember. It was like Hawthorne. Yeah, everything was going right, man. Yeah, yeah, I remember feeling like and watching it from the outside of outside point of view. It felt like the momentum wasn't with Collingwood. It was a tussle. It was just was they were very efficient when they went forward yeah. and we weren't. And were you, was, did Steele started pretty well? Or was he quiet the whole time? Just whole time. Whole time. Yeah. <laughs> Tagoe was he kicked three. He yeah. was he was yeah. pretty dangerous throughout the day. Um, and I went to him very late. Yeah. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, my plan was on side bottom. Um, he was moving between the wing and inside um, as planned. Yeah. Like sometimes he'd start 
um, half forward and come in. Yeah. So. Well, what's crazy? He start. He was a full forward when he got drafted. Hey, eh? kicked ten. In we the, kicked ten. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. insane. Yeah. So. So. The. It, I was right. going to say, um, there was a bloke that I thought was fucking leading the Norm Smith at quarter time, and I can't even remember his la- last name for Collingwood. Played in the back flank, um, got injured a lot, um, but he started crisp. like a fucking house. I'm like, no, not Chris Maynard, no. not Maynard. It was like one of the other lesser, the lesser dudes. Um, might have a brother, but he was chopping. He had like twelve touches at off qu- halfback. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah it was really, it was killing him. Yeah. yeah. Um, Fuck, I'll have to I'll, I'll have a look at his name. But yeah. yeah, so you go into the huddle and yeah. So what's the messaging? Yeah. Numbers are all adding up. Yeah, it's gotta... pretty positive. It's like boys, we're holding up. Um, they're just efficient going forward. Need to tweak a few things. Forwards need to start kicking um, kicking some goals. Backs just tidy up a few errors. Means we're doing pretty well. So just like don't, calm down. Yeah, just calm down. Relax. We're in it. We're, fo- um, it's, we're just getting a bit of momentum back. And well, you're only two goals uh, – sorry, three goals down, yeah, right? Yeah. Tom Langdon is who oh, – Oh, Langdon, he yeah. Was yeah. He was yeah. chopping. Yeah, chopping. Yeah. Um, so you come by half-time, uh, it was – Is it a draw? No, it was draw at three-quarter time. Three-quarter time, yeah. Like it was, was down by one or two goals. Yeah, it's half-time. close, isn't it? We got, we got close and I think they kicked, they kicked one again. They were very quick Just before replies. the half. Yeah. 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 And that was kind of like, oh, fuck. Yeah, they're just keeping a buffer on us. Yes. Three-quarter time, um, it was even Steven. Mm. And I just remember walking out at three-quarter time like, I'm stuffed here. <laughs> like, yeah. I could have played a full game yeah. Yeah. and it's only three quarters. There's a yeah. quarter to go. But I just thought there's so many people that would, one, would love to be in our position right yeah. now, playing mm. in the grand final with a huge crowd. Like huge crowd. And incredible. all the family and supporters who just like want us, want to give us their energy. Yeah. Like if they could, they would. It's like, arguably so. considered the greatest grand final of all time. It's Which one is, of, it's one, I uh, know I'm not going to compare it. All the Eagles ones are yeah, fucking yeah. awesome. But I'm not going to, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. But I'm not going to compare it to, you know, games of old from the 80s and stuff. But it's yeah. up there. Modern the, grand finals. Modern grand finals, it's one of the greatest of all time. Good game, yeah. And, and so you're getting an opportunity to play. Do you feel like, do you feel like that as you're playing? This is, I can't believe like, we're putting on this show. Surely almost. it just feels like another game with more more, more on the line though, right? Yeah, we, we never thought about, oh, it's a good spectacle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It'd be nice to watch this after the game. Like, <laughs> like, never crosses your mind. Because uh, yeah. you're just like, oh, all this footy, all the games, it comes down to one quarter of footy. So Whoever wins insane. this quarter wins the whole year. That's so insane. Because it's 61. And it was a tussle. Yeah, yeah it's arm wrestle. And like, you just got to, you just got to think like, you just got to go to your fucked and then go again. Like yep. there's no resting. Here. So that play happens right towards the end. Fucking McGovern does. Schofield. Just seen the footage of Schofield leaving his man. Yeah. That's ridiculous. <laughs> he left his man. <laughs> Was it Stephenson or Jagoey? Jagoey. He left yeah, Jagoey. So if, if he didn't take that, yeah, game's over. And so he takes that mark, kicks it up, flying Ryan goes up, takes his fucking grab. Yeah, yeah. I was right there. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> that's right. A little front and center. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I was about to fly. I'm like, no, no, no. Just turned yeah. and um, and so stupid by who was it um, on the floor? I think it was was it Langdon? No, no, no. Didn't hold it. Didn't hold it up. Let Ryan take it off and rip and play on. Yeah, yeah really yeah, fucking yeah, damaging. Yeah. So he, then he got up. There was the you know the. The issue of whether it was a, a shepherd or not doesn't yeah. matter. It's definitely not a shepherd. It's not a hold. It's a grandfather who can't make a call. And then he takes the mark. Yep. What What are you guys thinking? Uh, set up the zone. Yeah, <laughs> it's all about set rolls. Up the zone because he's going to miss. Yeah, because one, <laughs> yeah, rolls. Yeah, two is 
we had been peppering the goals. Yes. And all the yeah. Yes. And this was the hardest of them all. Yeah. Mm. And we're just like, like, no offense, Dom, but like, it's a tough kick. Yeah. Right. We're not going to hold against you if you miss. Yeah. So we'll just try and lock it in and get another chance. And, um, fuck, that was a good goal, man. It, it kicks the goal. <laughs> and just Such like, wow. Goal. And up to that point, I was just thinking, because I didn't know how long there was to go. I saw the security guards had started walking around around mm. the G. Yeah. And I knew that means there's a few minutes left. Yeah. But I don't know how long. And I thought there was only, 20 seconds like mm. I didn't even know we'd have enough time for it to get down there to Dom like, yeah. bro that we still had chances to lose after that we did yeah. yeah and Dom kicked it and up to that point I was like don't blow the siren don't blow the siren so what was the, what was the crowd like in that situation when yeah, he's it was kicked pretty it pretty quiet man oh after they kicked it we went fucking bananas oh, the eagles. but like it was, there's maybe 35 40,000 eagles mm. 40,000 pies 20,000 so like it was loud, but it wasn't like yeah. Optus would be louder. Mm. Yeah, okay. sixty thousand just pure eagles. Mm-hmm. So um, once Dommy kicked it, I'm like, how good? And then just like blow the siren, blow the siren. Mm. And I still didn't know how long there was. And so you're playing, you're playing, and then we get that center clearance up to Jack. Jack again. <laughs> and like, oh, no man, he could have sealed it. That, that cost my mate five grand. That's that's really? playing yeah. the ball. That's playing the ball before you've. Yeah, they you know, needed yeah. Jack for one more goal for the final leg of the multi for five thousand dollars. <laughs> Fuck. And he dropped that one. I just um, thought if we, if we lose from here, because it comes back up, yeah. and it's at yeah, like yeah, that yeah. that dangerously scary point. point of like half back center of the field yeah, that yeah, a yeah. clearing kick forward can result. Can and I was sitting there fucking going, fucking hold where, it where in. Where were you? Where were you when that was going on? Uh, oh, around the middle of the ground, watching a man, or yeah, I was still sort of mine and side bottom. Yeah, um, I know there was a stoppage, and they get a clearing kick. Yeah. And I was just sort of tracking back and then Yoey thankfully gets it, just bombs it back and yes. there's a bit of a scrimmage. I was sort of on the outside just looking after side bottom. But So um, that one where it got to Yoey was if it yeah, doesn't land in his hands, bad bounce there is some puckering assholes fucking <laughs> everywhere. There's about 15 seconds. Yes. Then, I think. Yeah. Right. Jesus. And, um, but then there was a stoppage after that. The runner comes out, says, look, 10 seconds to go. I'm just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> can't lose from here, can we? Yeah. Uh, I was like, oh. and – just seeing the ball bobble around, you're like, oh, how good. Just yes. staying there, staying there. Siren goes and just the elation that I felt when that siren goes, like just pure joy mm. was, um, yeah, the happiest I felt on a footy field. Yeah. Um, Who was your first person to you? You don't remember. Nassau well. and Dom. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I was I just like. Nassau played, yeah. Yeah, I was just yeah. like, Dom, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just hugging them. He's Dom. He's, he's good. good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you're just hugging everyone and. But how does it feel personally for you to know your own journey, the way you came from at, from a, a delisted Saints rookie to working your way back through the waffle in and out for years, playing in a losing grand final in 2015 and then finally getting to that point where you have achieved what every childhood boy wants to achieve and that's win an AFL premiership for the club that they supported as a kid. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, at the time, you don't really think that deeply about it. Mm. But you're definitely on reflection afterwards, the weeks and months and years after, you do reflect. Uh, But at the time, you've just worked so hard for this one goal along with 45 other blokes in the whole club, Mm. not just the players, coaches, Mm. support staff. So everyone's working to that one result that's so elusive for so many people. Mm. And to achieve that is just like like ecstasy. Like Mm. that's – can't get better than that. In mm. terms of a footballer, so yeah. and for me, so we could try ecstasy. <laughs> <laughs> what um, what was I going to say? Was there any other moments that the media haven't like really covered that you felt was important in the game? Like I loved Liam. Was it Liam Ryan's 
when hit he, on when Maynard. He, Maynard, mix, yeah, love yeah. that. But was there anything that, that you remember going, fuck, that was so important that that happened rather than that very last play? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've only watched it back once and – Hutchie's like, yeah, every time I stop sideboarding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every time fucking uh, Schofield got a good fist in, yeah. super fist, dominated. Yeah, I mean, it's been covered all to death, hasn't it? Mm. Like, yeah. A lot of it's been. But anything for you, I mean. Anything for me. I'll probably just, um, when we were down 31 to 1, I said, we just need one goal. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just That's get a goal, just get us going, break the shackles. Mm. And when Willie Rowley somehow. Got a toe to it. Toe to it, I reckon that just like. Just like a sliver of boot hit it. Yes, I was like, "That's that's. I'll take it. That's yeah. all we need. That's all you needed. Yeah, and um, that's all you need though. It's those small wins over a very long time. Yeah, it was game. just an arm wrestle. That's and how the casino. Like, yeah, fucking Willie Rioli. I still think is one of the most important players that West Coast have had because I reckon every game he plays, he stops three goals and he'll set up three goals. He's like a six goal player. Incredible, especially when he's fit. So let's yeah. talk about uh, the future now. So, like, Willie comes back this year. We talked to Rothy and Westy about him coming back and the impact that's going to have. That's clearly going to have a big impact on their, like, the, the excitement around the club. Yeah, and as a forward, as a yeah. player, mm. as well, like, he's an elite forward. Oh, so Kicks good. goals, pressure. Um, Even chuck him in the midfield. Yeah, bounce through the mid. How yeah. did, um, now, that would have been – that I, I put down him uh, – doing what he did as one of the huge reasons we fucked up the finals because we built up some momentum. Yeah. And then Willie on the eve of the final. Against Geelong. Out, how does that fucking – Against yeah. Geelong. Who was it against? Yeah, against Geelong. Because he that, played well in the final before. Yeah. yeah. Bombers. Yeah. And um, – How does that fit make his feel? Uh, it doesn't help. Did everyone know that he was like on the bongs or what? No, no, no. No? No, I was oblivious. Yeah. And it wouldn't have been on the bongs, hey? It would have been a, maybe a, just a yeah. A-bong that – yeah, well, it could have been. Who knows? It stays if he's on. Yeah, yeah. Well. Mm. Um, but no, I was oblivious, and I just found out when basically everyone else found out. On that How much Thursday. education do you get about drug testing? Uh, not yeah, to fucking do. pretend to piss. No, yeah, yeah, yeah you do get yeah. educated at the start of every season, end of every season. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like if you try and evade a test, it's that's they say it's basically as good as a positive one. Yeah, right. Like, it's like yeah, if you try and evade, it's an automatic positive. Mm. Wow. Is there still a three-strike system? For the um, recreational? Mm. Yeah. No, for performance enhancing? Yeah. No one go. hit, one, one. Yeah, yep. you're done. Gone. But with the recreational um, band stuff, that's the strike policy. Is it common knowledge amongst the boys in AFL who's got strikes and who doesn't? Or no. is it all hearsay? No, not all hearsay. Yeah. Like, um, I'm pretty, like, oblivious to all that stuff. Mm. Like, I'm so naive. Because you're too off your head. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like... It's I, I, like I wouldn't know anyone. Yeah, there's only all only the hearsay and the rumors that you yep. hear, but like yep. you never know definitively. I've always thought how that happens where you see AFL boys. Like I know for a fact I've allegedly well I know for a fact some guys that were getting on while playing AFL. Yeah, um, don't ask me how I know, but <laughs> it just uh, it blows my mind that an AFL player can find another guy on his team mm. to to do coke with or pills with. Yeah, like surely. Someone like you who's had it super hard to get to where you are, if a guy suggests that, you're going to be like, what are you talking about, Kurt? Like, what? Yeah. How does that come about, man? Well, I don't think they'd, they'd sort of read the play with me yeah, and yeah, not bring yeah. it up with me. Yeah. Because yeah. you know? so, yeah. um, they know the answer. Yeah. Um, but it always starts with a joke, like, oh, we should do this. And then suddenly, like, oh, yeah, yeah, we should. And then, <laughs> yeah. Just kind of snowballs from there. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. 
Oh, and speaking of snowballs, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> so we're obviously adding um, Willie back in is going to make an impact. What are your thoughts? And we'll touch on – Well, hang on. Can I okay, – oh, no, you go. We'll, and then I'll – So what, do you, what impact do you think the loss of potentially – no, the loss of Jack Darling will have? Because it's a big thing. He's, he's a, a star player for not only the Eagles but in the whole league. Mm. Like he's played so many games, kicked so many goals – his third highest goal kicker that for the season that he had where he was killing was like all even time. T- even the start of this back. even the start of this season mm. his first probably ten or so games mm. like he had a bit of a, a rough patch throughout the season but he had like I think the first seven or eight games he was probably in yeah. the like the best player in the league like, yeah. it, it was all over Fox Footy Shopping, like this yeah. guy is fucking killing like yeah. he did have a probably a six seven week bad stint but yeah yeah like he's like almost irreplaceable thankfully they've got Aussie there who's uh Good key player, but yeah. yep. you, it's it's going to hurt if Jack's not playing. Mm, Who's your yeah. prediction for the next big West Coast player? Now that you said Oscar Allen, that made me think like – Yeah, Ozzy's up there. Who else? Like Willie will be good. Yeah. Um, in terms of uh, – I feel like the West Coast, we don't draft good. We don't draft well. You, you, I th- do you think like our best players are always like uh, what, drafted we, from we, other clubs? <laughs> no, nah, well, I think a lot of our – like we hit one out of four every draft. You know, we very rarely get like three or four in a draft that come through and become consistent league players. I heard Bailey Williams has massive wraps on him. Is he going to be – Yeah, I do like him. Yeah. Um, he's good size. Um, he has potential. Like, yeah. I'm not going to say it's going to happen, yeah. but mm-hmm. like – Potential. Pinch, like very athletic big man. Yeah. And they're hard to find. Yeah. So like, yeah, watch, watch him, how he develops. It'll take a couple of years yep. like, before he really hits his straps. But mm. every year he's been in there, he's improved. So, okay. um, The big one I think we've kind of glossed over, Branchy, is jumping off of Everest or being pushed off Everest, which is being delisted, um, especially after like not really having a fair run, I don't think, where you got injured. Yeah, and you yeah, came yeah. back in. So talk us through that your last season and how that shaped up. That felt unfair. Yeah, I mean, um, had because uh, you're only thirty. Yep. Right. Yep. Yep. So uh, had a f- knee surgery early on in 2021, mm. and so started the season a little bit later. Um, and yeah, got going. Um, was playing good waffle footy, and uh, but still wasn't getting picked in the in the AFL team. And you team, sort of team balance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Though. It must be hard as well, though. You're playing in a team that's getting dicked by fucking 80 points every week. And mm. there was a point where you guys started playing well and actually winning some games. But obviously without the, the full system in place, because it was very last minute, the team, all your sort of top-up players went to Perth and other clubs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and like I needed a bit of time to get my fitness up and prove myself in the waffle. Yeah. Like, I get that. Um, and, yeah, just when I – was playing well. Um, I was, you know, keen to play AFL, but the opportunities were drying up. Mm. And so that's when you sort of realise, oh, they're just going down a different path here. Like, Is at that point where, because we know football in any form, once you get to a, you know, past probably 27, 28, and you're not getting the consistent games, that's where you've got to start to be getting nervous Were about you your future year, in the year by year contracts as well yeah yeah. once you start to yeah. get a year by year yeah yeah and, and, and what sort of age do they sort of start those year by years like um, 30 29 yeah, yeah. If, you, if you're like players like me who are not superstars you, you go into those whereas if you're like they're handing out three or four year deals for mm. uh, yeah. blokes taking them into 32 33 yeah 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 those really high um, high end quality players Tom um, Swift 
yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah, I was um, – and when you're coming out of contract and the team doesn't miss finals and you're getting older and they want to regenerate, you're not in a good spot. How so many games did you play? Four in my last year. No, I mean total overall. Oh, total. Uh, 120. Nice. So you got your name on the locker. Name on the locker, yep. yep. So that was, yeah, tick that off, the yep. 100 games and the uh, premiership, yep. the number 34. So I saw your last speech that you gave. They posted it up. It was really well spoken. So what's the – What's the go with that? Did they tell you, hey, man, you delisted, prepare a speech for the boys? What, did, what was the process there? Was it better than what Ross Lyon did for you? Yeah, well, um, it was, yeah, like sort of just went in, um, had a chat with Simo and um, footy manager Voz. And, um, he spoke pretty highly of you in that, like in that clip. Yeah, yeah. It was a good send-off, but. Yeah, it was nice. And like, yeah, it was probably um, – I probably just had made more relationships and had done more at West Coast rather mm. than Saints. So, well, yeah, it's, and it's but. not like you don't deserve to be treated well at the Saints, but like if they did that for every fucking player, yeah, yeah, yeah. they're doing you know so many players every year. Yeah, yeah I wasn't offended at all. How no, it went yeah, down. exactly. But the Eagles, you've won a premiership. You've fucking played 120 games. You deserve that little. Yeah, and it was just, yeah, good to address it with the boys. Mm. Um, I was still disappointed. Like it wasn't my choice. Mm. Um, but yeah, that's that's how it, how it went, and um, had the opportunity to address them. And um, did they phrase it as retiring on the on the socials? I think they tried to. I said, <laughs> nah, it's not. It's yeah. not. Because you, you you wanted to play still AFL, eh? Hundred percent. You trying? Did you put the feelers out? Was anyone interested? Did you have oh, a little nibble or no? No, nah, no. Like um, got uh, managers to do that for me. Like I'm gonna call Gold Coast up or yeah. No, but I mean, like, Bombers. did your manager tell you that was there anything? Uh, there was like a little bit here and there, but like nothing concrete. Yeah. Like, like with the COVID situation and list, like c- clubs play their cards close to their chest. Yeah. And would you have gone to Gold Coast? I'd go anywhere, even Frio. Because uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, it very rarely happens, eh? Yeah. And Frio only one player, maybe two players have done yeah. that. Frio would never have taken me, so that's yeah. I didn't really. Who yeah. are the only guys that play West Coast for a Metropolis? There's, there's a few, like. Michael um, Pryor back in the day, Pryor, Greg Harding. Oh. Harding and Metropolis, uh, yeah. I think that's almost it. There's like three. There's a few of Jared Schofield, I reckon. Did um, Jared Schofield? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did he play for Dockers as well? I reckon he did. Yeah. Fucking hell. Maybe the um, oh. Lecker's now coaching there. Yeah, but it doesn't count. It's different, yeah, it's different. Yeah. 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 You're allowed to coach at nightclub. You just can't yeah. play. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, fuck. So now that now the transition, oh, before we move off AFL, who was. Um, who is your best to play with? Like, who's the best player you've played with, played on, and who's your best teammate to play with? And who's the worst teammate to play with? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Let's uh, go, boys. The hardest to play on was Sam Mitchell. Yeah. Yeah, just because he's la- like, he's not quick straight line, but just so his lateral movement, yeah. so hard, like, and he's so smart, like you're mentally stuffed after a game. Yeah. And you can't breathe properly. Yeah, yeah. The fact that you're getting punched in the yeah. throat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the best player I played with, like, Dean Cox, maybe. Really? Yeah. Fuck, was, not many people would say that. Why? Like, for his size. He was just a midfielder, right? Eh? His skills, his, like, football ability. Mm. Like, he was just, like, yeah, an outstanding footy player. Strike, yeah. he said Coxie as well. Yeah. That's insane. And um, they also said he's the fucking best bloke ever as yeah, well. Yeah, loves a beer. <laughs> like, just just be- the best bloke. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, like, I mean, I've played a lot of good players. Yeah. And there's probably more talented players, probably better players, just in my yeah. – who I can think of right now. Yeah, yeah. Dean Cox, um, pleasure, like, pleasure to play with. Um, Favourite to play with? Mm. Mm. Like fun. Yeah. Who, who was fun? <laughs> You're like, yeah, it's robotic. <laughs> no, 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 I'm just trying to think. 
because uh, yeah. I used to love playing with guys that would go hard like, and then talk shit, mm. but like funny bit shit. Of, bit of chirp. Mm. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh. oh, while you're trying to think of that, yeah. um, uh, more of a serious topic that I wanted to chat about actually, and my, my, my brother wanted to know what your thoughts on all this were, especially with the retirement of Shep, um, yeah, someone yeah. you're pretty close with. Mm. Um, concussion protocols and and the sort of i guess the work that's going into those sorts of um Progress. studies and, and progress and, well they're progressing in the way they're trying to address that sort of stuff so what are you what are your thoughts on on the way they handle concussion at the moment because you would have played with venables right yeah yeah so yeah. was there a noticeable difference between before and after his hits or was, him personally yeah uh nothing or was it more just his he's got the headaches just more yeah. his his pain yeah and um stuff he's going through nothing visible from the outside mm. but that's the scary thing about it yeah mm. like it's brain, just one it's a brain injury mm. but you can't see it mm. like you can see if you cut or you've got a broken arm you can see that you can't see a brain injury and they can't do tests on you until you're dead i thing. think it's a, a really good thing that, that they're at least putting a lot more effort into addressing the situation and i know fans won't like to see the best players mm. off the field but how would you feel, right? I think like if you go into a game with a broken bone in your arm, like like it did. Yep. He's taking the risk. Yep. So then he shouldn't sue the club after. If you go in knowing the risks and you're risking your concussion, but this shouldn't is- be allowed for compensation later. Do you take it out of the player's hands, or I don't think that's the concern though. It's more the concern that got, we, players wouldn't give a fuck, and they would, would. You play even though a doctor was like, hey. Because you're oh. smart, man. I didn't even realise. You got like 97 for your ATAR, didn't you? Yeah, a bit less, 95. Yeah. yeah. Different, uh, player like, would... different players have different risk. Like for me um, – Would you have risked it? For a grand final? Yeah. 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 Like as bad as it sounds. Yeah. But like well, – And I don't uh, think that's an uncommon answer. As, I think as, like how many times – If someone yeah. said – Well, if it's you, something you've built your whole life towards. And you're playing AFL though, like oh, there's 100% I would never not. If, a, if I could play and I felt okay but a doctor said we want to give you one more week, yeah. in my head I'd be like, what's one more week? Yeah. A lot of the time and you feel fine. all AFL players would be yeah. – not all but the majority would be like that. Yeah. A lot of the time you feel fine. Mm. Um, as you get older, you start to, re- start to realise footy's not everything. Yes. And your health is more important. You're mm-hmm. living you with your brain every single minute of the day mm. for the rest of your life. Yeah. Footy – isn't going to be there when you're 40, yep. when you're 35, when you're 50. Unless you're Dustin Fletcher. Yeah. <laughs> so like, and living with something every minute of the day is like, mm. you would, ch- I'm sure Venice would change a lot of things yep. just to get rid of what he's experiencing. Mm. So um, players are getting smarter. There's more education. I mean, with all the new risk management stuff, it's to save the AFL money. Mm. It's not. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's to save their like litigation down the yeah. track. Yeah, it's for players' health, yes, yeah. but it's also to save them from being litigated against yeah. in years to come. So yeah. it's not just purely, oh, yeah, look after the players. Yeah, it's f- they're looking yeah. after their. There's always an ulterior well. motive for sure. Yeah. And so, um, what was um, Shep's issues? Were he ongoing headaches, or was it just through physical exertion? Is this something he's going to experience for the rest of his life? I was life? with him the other day at the pub, actually. Where? Yeah. yeah. What, and yeah. what was he saying? He's, he's. I think he's pretty pissed off about it, but. That's just from the general but feel. As in? Like he's frustrated it's happened to him. Yeah, okay. But yeah. Because well, he's potentially had another two or three, well, probably at least two years of oh, yeah. good I footing. I don't think he's actually quite too happy about how it went down. How it was handled. You, nah, and like it's never handled the way you want it to when it ends yeah. like that. Like, and I think he should be fairly compensated. Um, he's working through that. I don't know with that, um, whoever needs to work through, but um, – yeah, like 
I don't think Touchwood is as bad as Venables, mm. but it's still not good. Like yeah. it's still enough to end a career. So yeah. um, like anything around that, like and when lawyers and litigation comes in. Mm. Like is this the way the like West Coast handled it or the AFL handled it or the, yeah, like I, the I, compensation that he's going to receive because of yeah, the I injury? Yeah, or? I haven't spoken to him like specifically about that. Like, mm. I wouldn't know. It's not really what you want to talk about either, hey? Yeah. Especially it's so raw. Yeah. But, um, it, yeah, it must be oh, having no choice. Physically, you feel up to it. Like you're at, you're at almost – you're playing some of your best footy of your life. You're getting older but you're still playing really good footy and you just get told it's not safe for you to keep playing anymore. Yeah, exactly. It's heartbreaking, eh? Um, Fuck. I couldn't imagine. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, um so your career comes to an end. You didn't get picked up. You're back at West Perth. Yep. New Buttes. Now, you're lucky in the sense where you got drafted, came back, lived the real life for a few years before going back into the AFL system. A lot of guys play uh, footy from 16, 17, no real world experience. They've lived as an AFL player. What are the main challenges now going from AFL life to just being a player like me and you, Branchy? <laughs> well, um, when you get – often blokes get drafted from school mm. straight into AFL. And so when, at school you've got this schedule mm. laid out for you. You've got maths, period one, English, everything's structured for you. School starts at 8.30, goes to 3.30. When you get into AFL club, everything's structured for you. Mm. There's a schedule there. You've got meetings, training, this time, this – you have to be there. Don't you dare be late, otherwise mm. penalty. Yep. Um, when you come out of that system, suddenly there's no one telling you when to get out of bed. Mm where to be, how to structure your life up um, in terms of your, your own – if you've retired, your own personal health, seeing a physio, seeing doctors or um, going to the gym, doing your own training. In the past, it's all been on a platter for you mm. at the footy club, one-stop shop for everything you need health-wise and work-wise. Mm. So when you come out of that, suddenly you got to – there's – blokes don't have structure. And so that's where problems can happen, where yeah. idle time – yeah, um, gambling. Yeah, gambling, drinking, uh, drugs, like all those things that you've got all this income. Mm. Hopefully you've made a good amount of money throughout your career. Mm-hmm. Um, you saved well. You've got all this spare income and a bit of spare time and hopefully you've developed yourself Yeah, and had a, got an idea of what you want to move into post-footy. But um, if you haven't, that's when problems can happen. So, And um, for you, you is your the thing that you've moved into is helping people di- – structure up and be ready for this sort of stuff yeah mate so i've started um an athlete mentoring service for sort of junior athletes mm-hmm. uh called complete athlete australia and good name yeah thanks says what it is yeah uh-huh. it's easy to market yeah yep. and um focusing on making you faster uh not necessarily <laughs> yeah. it's more working on the holistic side of things yeah yeah so working on the uh, bigger picture working on the complete athlete mm-hmm. not just focusing on their physical characteristics mm-hmm. which is important but like i feel like footy clubs and whatever sport, we're pretty good at training people physically. Mm-hmm. Like working on their mental side of things, working on, to, on their life balance, working on their resilience, working on resilience their- Resilience is such a big thing, bro. Yeah. So working on their mental skills to deal with setbacks, yep. um, to optimise performance. I guess yeah. the best thing is you've, you've, you've done it. You've showed every step of your way that you can fucking bounce back. So you got the portfolio, you got the story, yeah. and you you what you go into a. Um, I know you're doing some stuff at West Perth Football Club, but you're doing individual mentoring and, and whatnot for 
some athletes, um, are you, do you use your own life experience as examples and then teach them how to implement your strategies? Or? Yeah, 100%, mate. So I'm trying to pass on my experience, mm-hmm. the lessons that I've learned from the setbacks, from the good times, the bad times, but also um, a bit of stuff I've picked up through my degree, exercise and sports science. Yep. So it's actual science-based methods and mm-hmm. on how to deal with these things. So um, just passing that on in to, to these junior athletes who um, haven't experienced these things but will mm. and not just football, yep. cricket, athletes from all um, – because these skills that I want to teach are transferable. Yeah. You're going to experience setbacks no matter what you do in mm-hmm. life and not even sport, other things as well. So yep. um, yeah, primarily helping uh, the younger athletes and just passing on things that I wish I knew when I was their age yep. just so I could be a bit better armed mm-hmm. um, dealing with injuries dealing with not getting picked, having to work out, uh, having to improve yourself, having to make the hard decisions, mm-hmm. uh, having that resilience, um, having the balance in your life socially mm. as well as um, your sport. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's been going well. Been working with individuals um, as well as sporting teams, school groups, yep. um, boys and girls. So it's been good so far. Do and you, do you, oh, sorry, you go, Brad. Or is that something you can do not only in person but online, Skype, like full mentoring program doesn't have to be in person? Yeah, it no, doesn't have to be in person. Ideally it is because yep. I feel like there's a better connection. Yeah. You can get a better. Um, so you prefer locally, but if it was, for example, listeners over in, over east, they yeah. could sort of contact you through whatever links that we put in through? Yeah, 100% through the website, uh, book, an, uh, book a session. You can do it via Zoom. Yeah. Um, a lot of stuff, yeah, these days you have to adapt with COVID and stuff. Yeah. Like, a lot yep. of it. and. Yeah, there's always things that'll pop up, so you have to be able to do it online, um, mm-hmm. which is can be done, uh, mm-hmm. but also service locally um, here in Perth, mm. uh, based up at Joondalup. So, yeah, how do you make your income? Because like, if these guys aren't like guaranteed to be a professional athlete, do they seek you out and pay you a fund, or just teams do that? Yeah, what's the so? Uh, Yep, individually, either they pay or parents. Yeah, um, if they're if they're too young, they're still at school or don't have a job. Um, but, but they've got to have a pretty good, like, their career path looking towards becoming... Uh, yeah, like, and it doesn't have to be, like, an ongoing thing. Mm. It might be for a couple of months, might yeah. be for a year, might be for... Tell you what, my brother could have done with that service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, it's just to pass on some maybe key things that they can take away and yeah. work on themselves and then check well, in with them in... Or if they want ongoing, monthly or... Would West Coast employ you to help out the younger boys there or do they trust their own systems? Oh, yeah, they've got plenty of coaches, plenty yeah. of systems. Um, so, But, like, that's the type of experience that I want to pass on to non-AFL and non-elite athlete yet. Yeah, yeah. Aspiring. Like, aspiring, yeah. yeah. Like, so waffle. Yeah, waffle um, and not just footy, like cricket yeah. teams, like um, district teams and schools and... Junior, junior teams of all sports. Because we often talk about that lack of resilience within the culture, not just sport, but it is a thing in... Everyone gets a participation it, award. It is in foot thing fun. in football now. I see this sort of, like in some of the younger players that come through a waffle system, this sport brat thing, I haven't got my, my go yet. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, coming from, and maybe I've got a bit of a different mindset, but coming from a player who was willing to fucking go through anything and play 101 reserves games before I even got my first opportunity, I look at those people who whinge when they don't get an opportunity after 20 reserves games or the opposite way around, the waffle players not working, like complaining, like fucking yeah. do the hard yards, earn your stripes. Yeah. But it is a something that I feel like if they knew that they need to take, you know, their ego needs to take a check, they need to take a step back and realise I have to work hard to get these things. 
and I can get past these things. I don't just give up because I've failed here. Yeah, and for like anecdotal, like anecdotally, resiliency is on the slide. Like for mm. whatever reason, I don't know, but yep. like that's what life is, man. It's it's not perfect. Yeah. It's not like sometimes you got to just catch COVID, man. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is something I actually can't had protect this, everyone. I had this. Uh, I had this conversation last night with someone over text, but it was more of a like just checking up on me, saying how I was going. And I said, you know what? Probably the best I've felt in a very long time. Just what I've realised is life is never perfect, but you just sort of go with it and you adapt and you adjust to the ups and downs. Doesn't mean the downs feel good, but knowing that you're going to adapt and work around it and then that maybe tomorrow this will be all good or it'll resolve or you can treat things like a problem that you can solve. And learn lessons from those. Exactly. And try, endeavour not to make those same mistakes again. Yeah. And then if you do, then it's a lesson. Go, fuck, you didn't listen to that lesson. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so there's yeah, always yeah, a lesson yeah. within a lesson. So yeah. it's just – but that this is basically what you're trying to instil into people yeah. before yeah. they get to that point. Yeah, and um, just give them some tools that they can use when they inevitably do mm-hmm. um, hit these roadblocks, hit these um, setbacks, or if they do – reach the success, not to get too far ahead of themselves. Yeah. Just keep it in balance. Like yeah. You need balance in your life. Um, and, yeah, they're, they're the type of things that I want to pass on. So, Have you thought about talking to people like Darren Harris, your new head coach who's, uh, who's big in that sort of field of, of team building and, and creating the right fields amongst businesses, let yeah. alone a, a football team? Um, is he going to be helping you with anything like that? Or? Yeah, no, he's helped me out um, already. Yep. And he'll be someone that I lean on. Um, because, yeah, good guy. Um, he's, he's done a lot of that stuff with businesses. Yeah. And, and, um, well, he's been in the well. AFL system, assistant coach at Carlton, assistant, co- uh, assistant premiership coach 2006 to Woosha. Yeah. Like um, he's got the experience. Yeah, he he'd be a great doing. resource for me because yeah. I'm still starting out. Yeah. Still a lot of things that I have to learn as well. So mm. um, no, that's very good. Well, do you teach people how to save girls' lives at the races or, <laughs> or at events? Was it suited? Did you save someone? Oh yeah, someone was someone. Um, it was in the, it was in the radio. Yeah, fainted or whatever. I caught. They're like, oh my god, Mark Hutchings Premiership player. <laughs> <laughs> and then they, they passed out from. Yeah, yeah. That was at um, that was over in Melbourne. Yeah, Melbourne right. Cup. Was it Melbourne Cup? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So uh, I was just the right place, right time. Yeah, caught her. And what then, are you doing? Then the para- paramedics took over. So yeah. Um, but you got they they wrote it like you saved their life. Yeah, I think Baz on six PR like what's that rumor file? Rumor yeah, file. Yeah, 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 yeah. He um put a bit of mail on it. Yeah. I take it. But, yeah, um, it, I, probably <laughs> just, <laughs> I probably didn't save her life. Yeah, I'd probably just stopped her from hurting herself. Yeah, yeah. Okay, oh, sweet. It's taught her some resilience, eh? Yeah, yeah. 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 Harden up, you <laughs> bitch. <laughs> Get up. Okay, just We're before. Still race five. Stay hard, motherfucker. Just before we finish, because it's been a bloody good, nice yeah. long podcast and yeah. real good um, podcast. On before, think, before you do answers on that, I just want to ask Hachi my own one. Yeah. What is the absolute um, perk of playing AFL? Like, what's the best thing about playing AFL other than being paid for doing what you love? Like, is there any side perks where you get good stock tips or <laughs> help with houses or like financially set up or. Anything else you can think of, maybe getting into clubs without having to line up. But yeah. what's the negative of being AFL? Is it you haven't got like any privacy or people are always coming up asking photos? So what's the perk and what's the biggest drawback? Uh, perk, like, because there's so many sponsors, mm. big weeks associated with AFL clubs. Yeah. If you need um, a hand de- developing your business or if you mm. need a house built or yeah. something tiled, mm. there's always a contact. Nice. There's always- Whereas at St. Kilda, you can't even get your own boots. <laughs> <laughs> and like Eagles is like the big, one of the biggest, if yeah. not the biggest in, in the AFL. Yeah. There's a lot of 
contacts that are willing, want to help the players, want yeah. to help the coaches, sports staff. They want to help. So it's just like it's not, it's not what you know, it's who you know. Yeah. yeah. Like, and when you're part of such a big organisation like that, that's probably the biggest perk. Yep. Um, yeah, getting into the market grounds. <laughs> like skip of the line, that's always nice. Yeah. Every summer, whatever. Yeah. But um, I'm quite happy to line up. It's no dramas. Um, yeah. The biggest drawback. Uh, ooh, biggest drawback. I guess like maybe the scrutiny mm. and the pressure. Like if you have a bad day at work. Yeah. As an AFL player, everyone knows about it. Yeah. Mm. If you lose your job, everyone knows about it. Mm. If you have a bad day at Bankwest yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Uh, you just sleep it off. You rock up the next day. Yeah, still getting paid. No yep. dramas. Like, where's there's so much, and that's I don't. Yeah, like, re- so reading the newspapers and people suggesting that oh, Mark Hutchings is going to be on the chopping block this week, not going to play, or even probably uh, what was happening leading up to you being delisted, like people suggesting and predicting that you, Vardy, these sorts of players were going to be gone. How does that sort of feel like being in that yeah. did you ever read, did, you read, did you like reading the paper every now and again when you had a good game or not? Oh, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be there Monday morning. <laughs> <laughs> Buying everyone, checking them yeah. over on everyone's lawns. Oh, did you see that? <laughs> 6 a.m. down the news agent. Yeah. Oh, um, but like, yeah, like, it does, like if you have a bad game or like people – and like people judge you, journos judge you and stuff like, look, mate, you didn't play. Yeah. yeah. Like Fucking what would you know? Yeah, Caro. But yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> like if you – like I'm not immune to criticism, that's fine, but just like sometimes – not to me personally, but mm. like sometimes they do get personal, make value judgments on yeah. people. It's like, so do you read it going, that's all bullshit? Like stuff you read, you're like, that's fucking so far from the truth. And some of it is like just – that's not true. Yeah. 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 That's like just literally not the case. Yes. But like because – and people will be like, oh, you see the paper? That happened like, yeah. look, man, don't, don't believe everything you read yeah. because mm. like a lot of it's something that one plus one equals three. Yes. Yeah. Like they're just hundred, kind, of, kind of trying the dots yeah. and it's not quite – they might be in the ballpark, but they're not. Who's who's probably been like the most misfairly in the, treated in the media? Like we know about Lecker. Hopefully he'll come on and talk about how he had a broken arm and yeah. was playing. Are there any – Boys that you know that people have been stuck into, but the truth is they've been playing with like a fucked up injury for ages or like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in the past, so it doesn't affect now, so you can yeah. speak for it more freely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or is everyone just fucking injured? Everyone's always dealing with something, man. <laughs> like That's every, the thing. Every every player has something going on. And like if an injury drags on, like you always groins or yeah. something, like if it drags on, they start questioning like the uh, mental – yeah. Strength or toughness of the player. Yeah, it's like, look, man. Unless you're feeling the pain that <laughs> yeah. I'm feeling, yeah, yeah, yeah. How would you know? Yeah. yeah, like I like I can't run. I can't get out of bed. I'm dealing with this pain 24 seven. Yeah, and you're telling me to I should be ready to play in a month. Like, yeah, that's not the case, man. Human bodies all heal at different ways. Yeah, mm-hmm. all under different pressures, and so they make those judgments from an outsider's point of view when they don't know the facts, mm. and then people read that and they believe that. Oh, yeah, yeah, and then suddenly there's this wave of like opinion on this one player when based off something that they're not. not So McGovern, when he gets injured, it looks like he's down for the year and he gets up and keeps playing. Yeah. Is that because he's a weak gun or is he just super strong? No, he's not weak. He probably just um, (laughs) – Mayo? Yeah, a little bit of mayo so he does have to train. (laughs) 
<laughs> yes. So he's that up. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, fuck. He just, I just clapped and the light went out. <laughs> what the f- Oh, the air con. The air con. Oh, fuck. fuck. Our lighting is gone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there you go. But like, Gal's one of those players, like, oh, yeah, saw, saw, saw Friday night before I said, I go, yeah, good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh what are you talking about? <laughs> nah, nah, I should be right. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, like, mm. yeah, he's one of those players that can, you, you don't think he's going to play and yeah. then just miraculously, like, like, just tough. So, yeah. yeah, he's not weak. Fair all enough. Right, let's do the. Uh, oh, the I don't know if we should do any of these questions because they're all very inappropriate. Well, you can say no comment. You can throw. Okay. Us. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, get pissed. Not, do you get pissed? Do you I get feel trained? like there's people who know you. Do you get trained to just say no comment, like your media training? Because yeah, it's fucking or, boring, man. Or like, um, I wish people would be more honest. Yeah. Well, deflect. The the, the, the golden rule is we don't want a headline. Mm. Wow. So well, West Coast <laughs> fucked up in the last yeah, ten years on yeah. that one. Um, First question was, who's your favourite stand-up comedian? I read that in the, in the Eagles paper and it was Daniel Delby, so thank you for that oh, one. Oh, nice. Does he, uh, could be a few does he hate Christmas? Yeah. Because he pissed on my decorations in my car. <laughs> <laughs> Made him clean it by hand. I think we know who that is. Uh, no, I'm not the Grinch. I, I, I don't really have a Christmas tree in my house. Yeah. But um, <laughs> you just don't like Rodney so very just much. Back you. But yeah. there was an, I think there were elf legs. They just, they looking a bit dry. So Beautiful. Uh, no, we won't ask that one. That one's rude. What's the um, – oh, your thoughts on the AFL-CTE stuff. We talked about that. Have a guess between one and 100 how many questions are going to be about JD. Yeah. <laughs> Um, does Jack Darling have the biggest balls at the club? Oh. Uh, Do you mean like literally I think, or I figuratively? I think they're talking figuratively. Yeah. Because I'm hearing, okay, oh, I'm hearing rumours that there are closer to 40 to 50 AFL players that are in the same boat as Jack and he's him and Liam have so far copped it, but there'll be a few more. Well, I think the deadline was just the other day. Yeah. Is so, it just that they're not all announcing it yet? or No, I think they would have announced it pretty quick. Are some people not, waiting for Novavax? I would guess, like I would hazard guess that that would be an option February uh, for, 21st. The, for the blokes that are hesitant. And it, it, do you think that might be a thing where so like the AFL might go, right, there's players that have indicated they're waiting for Novavax, so they're, we're letting them. Oh, yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, so, for question. example, Jack, like I don't know where Jack's at, but I've always known that Jack and Courts have been very holistic and very health-conscious people um, and they're very pretty – pretty careful with what they put in their body and what they do and they're fucking really good people. So yeah. they're making a decision what they feel like is based on, on best for them. 100%. But yeah. for them, they've done – people – I hated how they phrased that fucking thing about the Novavax, the, the vaccine for the anti-vaxxers. Oh, yeah. It's just people who don't want to use a like a, yeah. a technology that's never been used. I get yeah. it. Like fucking – And that causes myocarditis. Yeah. Has been proven yes. to cause myocarditis in people Jack's, oh, yeah, that's Jack's not- age. Yeah. So, and if someone's had it, like Willie Pike had a, a adverse reaction to the flu shot. Yeah. And now he has to leave the state to do his job over, yeah. a, over a legitimate fear mm. or a legitimate risk. But would you? Would you I? want to play AFL, but you know that last flu shot you had, oh. you fucking nearly died. You could get myocarditis, you got to live with it every minute yeah, of every day. Then you'd go for the medical exemption route, 100%. Like, yeah. Um, but it's very hard to get that. It's like almost it's, impossible. Yeah. Um, yeah, so yeah. You'd uh, have to have uh, – even even to be classed as an adverse reaction, you still need to have not had 
these underlying conditions. Mm. So, like, those underlying conditions, are the, the doctor said, well, we can't say it was caused by the vaccine. You shouldn't fucking force you to have a vaccine if you have underlying conditions. Well, exactly. Anyway. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, so. Would you risk it to play AFL? Yeah, yeah. probably. Yeah. Because it's a big contract, isn't it? So it probably it sends a bigger message that he's willing to sacrifice such a large amount of money like, yep. for something that he believes so strongly in. Credit to him. Like he's got a view. Yeah. I respect his view. Everyone has a choice. Would you feel let down? Because they're trying to be like, oh, the teammates should feel very let down. I think that's disgusting. That's, that's yeah. a joke, man. That's, that's disgusting. That's so bad because yeah. who are we to judge another person's choice? Yeah. yeah. Who are we to say how other people should be feeling or how – toward his choice about what he puts his, in his own body. Yeah. Like, I just think, yeah, that's pretty bad. Um, how, yeah, the media are piling in on him. Yeah. Um, people that don't know him are piling in on him. Um, yeah. It's just it. like a public Essendon peptides thing. They're yeah. putting shit in their body that they didn't really know and they yeah. deal with it. But. Well, he's, he's just made a choice. It's his own personal decision for him to be judged for that. I don't and think any of his teammates would be filthy at no, Of course not. Surely. If you're, if you're his mate. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Like, like teammates are your mates as well as your work colleagues. Yeah. But like, and and I, I didn't mind, do you know what? I didn't mind the club's statement, what they put out. We really respect his decision. He's allowed to make his own choices, but we also respect the decisions of the government and the and the uh, the AFL. So we're going to stick to theirs. Um, we wish him the best and hopefully we can work through this. It's a pretty good, like, yeah. it's a blanket statement. I get it, but it, at least they acknowledged that they respect his decision to make his own choice. 100%. Like, That's great. And he's dealing with the consequences. Like you can't just say that there's not consequences based on that decision. Yeah. And yeah. he's aware of those. He's dealing with them. Mm-hmm. Hopefully it works out. Um, but you've got to respect how he's gone about it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He's, uh, no, I don't think there's any, any issue there at all. So, yes, big balls. Yeah. Big, big balls. <laughs> big that balls. does take big any, balls. Any other ones? Um, there was uh, – <laughs> no, can't ask that one. Really? Why? <laughs> how many did we get? Seven or, Seven or eight. Um, just uh, <laughs> how much coke gets consumed by the club each year? <laughs> <laughs> Depends uh, on the sponsor. Uh, well, yeah. um, we don't drink too much coke. <laughs> Good point. Classic. No headline. No headline. Good work, yeah, yeah. mate. Um, uh, um, out of ten, how would you rate Jamie Delby's speech at your thirtieth? Yeah, got a few laughs, but I'm happy. <laughs> I was butting all the jokes. Yeah, it was standard. pretty funny, man. Um, that's probably, yeah, that's the first time I've like laughed at Jamie like, <laughs> without yeah. being like, look at this dumb cat. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. good. But I got a few laughs. That's all it's all about. Yeah. Fun, so. oh, that's good. I remember I was at your, your birthday and um, uh, who's the fella that came over from uh, Brisbane? Alex Witherden? Yeah. So I was talking to, I think I was talking to. Um, Don't bet on. Nah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I was talking to Redden, Redden yeah. and um, one of the other boys, can't remember off the top of my head now. I was like, oh, how are you, lads? I'm like, I, yeah, Redden, like, yeah. And then the other bloke I knew, uh, it was, I think it might have been Shuey. And I, I knew who Witherden was. I was like, oh, what was your name, mate? He's like, what? <laughs> okay, well, sorry, sorry who, who are you? Are you mates with Hutchie or do you play you, footy together? You and, he, yeah, and he's like, I'm Alex Witherden. I was like... From <laughs> from Brisbane, I'm, like, I'm just fucking with you, bro. Like, oh, that's great. <laughs> he, he was hell like, uh, what? Yeah, awkward. Yeah, 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 yeah it yeah. was fun, man. But Redden seemed like a fucking legend. Nah, actually. he's a good guy, he's man. He's a good, good yeah. dude. He's, he's a legend. But they were telling me, actually, before we finish on this, because this, now you're not at the club anymore, and I love a punt, they were saying, don't, like, there's roles. 
one of the wingman's roles is not to get the ball. How is that a fucking role, bro? Yeah. And how did I figure out who's not getting the ball that week? So it's more of like a defensive running pattern. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's a role where, yeah, you can get the ball, but like it's more stop the opposition from getting the ball or close down their options. Close down the options. That's yeah. the first and foremost. And so, so how are you going to figure that out? Like, whoever's not gaff. Do you know how? Yeah. Do whoever's you know? like on the wing, that's like not gaff. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> and the one, so they're the, they're the ones setting up as the sweeper? Nah, no, no, no. No sweepers? No, the sweeper's fine. You don't want the one that's staying in the corridor. Oh, the cutting off the inside. Like just corridor. patrolling. Oh, that, yeah. That, that center corridor. So the sweeper's the one the you f- give the handball back? Yeah. Yeah. yeah sweeper's okay. a great job. Yeah. So annoying because. Um, who was it? Uh, who's, uh, Lee, uh, Liam, the guy that fucked his knee. That was- uh, Duggar. Duggar. Yeah. He was the other one I was talking to, Duggar. Yeah. He was getting 30s and then all of a sudden, yeah, get yeah, done. Yeah, yeah. So he must have been given that role. Yeah. And it like, yeah, it rotates sometimes from week to week depending on- So, but yeah. So tough. And to often you won't know until yeah. uh, game day. <laughs> Fuck man. <laughs> so- Yeah. All right, let's do it. We might as well finish on a tip for this year's premiership at oh, yeah. Brownlow. Oh, okay. Um, Premiership. I'm just trying to think who was good last season. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I'm thinking maybe um, maybe Richmond. Yeah, to come back again. Can see them coming back again. Or okay. Bulldogs, Richmond Bulldogs. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, Brownlow, oh, I never really think about that, hey? Like, yeah. um, I'll tell you who the favourites are while we think. Do you know who maybe I think is going to be a mover? Boke. Travis Boke. A mover? Boke. Boke for the Brownlow at 34. Man, he gets better every year. So good, eh? Um, I'm going to say my mover for the year is so they've had that. They started going well last year. They had a pretty average one, showed their potential again, but like that's the kick up the ass. Hopefully they need, or not hopefully, but I think they need St Kilda. I think we'll move back up again this yeah. year. Yeah, you'd hope so. Because they, so. they started showing some real positive steps two years ago had a fucking stinker of a year, showed the potential that they had yeah, in a few yeah, games yeah, and yeah. just um, I think this year they yeah. go back up and they'll finish, you know, five, six. That's a team. Anyway, any team can win. Like, yeah. We're just basing this off last year. Last year's a long time ago. Things mm. change. So. Game plans change. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Everyone was saying we'd be bottom four when we won it. So, yep. yeah. It could be. Brownlow favourite is Ollie Wines, Bont, Walsh, Petraka, Oliver, Parrish, Steele, Dusty, Lockie Neal, Fife. Parrish would be a good, I reckon, good bet. Parrish, if they let him play um, in the field. Yeah. If Fife plays a whole season and – Shoulders Fife, Fife. Yeah, if he plays a whole season, yeah. I still think no one gets near him. I reckon he just gets He just gets fucking – Three, yeah. He just gets votes. Sam Walsh or Bont will probably fucking – Bont's the same though. Bont's the same. He has a 22 and a couple of goals. He gets three yeah, yeah. every time. So – yeah. So, Bond or Fife, there's something about them that it doesn't matter. They don't have to be the best on ground. They still get at least two or three. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. I feel like Fife plays enough because Fremantle, I think, will win a bit more this year. Yeah, yeah they'll be on there. Um, I think Fife or, Bron- or the Bond. Let's go yeah. back to this in, uh, you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah. seven months. So I reckon for the flag, I'd like to see Brisbane fight, like fucking go through with it. I'd like to see Brisbane actually oh, yeah. fucking continue on. Yep. Um, but let's have a look. Melbourne. Did hold out much hope for the Eagles this year? I, I honestly do, but I don't know if that's my bias. I think if um, the A-graders, the key players, can stay injury-free yes. and on the park, then potentially. 
But if there's a little bit of like if your injuries whatnot there, then it leaves the underbelly because they're still developing underneath that. It's going to be, I think, whoever's got the healthiest list this year. Like yeah. because if COVID starts going through, not if when COVID starts going through, whatever the pot protocol that the AFL put in place, whether that means they can't play that year. If you've got six then. or seven players that get COVID that week, exactly, but their yeah. game still goes ahead, I think it's just going to be whoever has the most in the park. Yeah, I'd like to see Brisbane or Freo man this year. Freo? Mm. Freo started to play some good footy in the second half of last um, year. I'm, they got some good structures. I'm an Eagles supporter, but I'm not like I hate Fremantle. Uh, I, so I'd, yeah, I'd I probably ha- I'd like, to, I'd like my, to see Freo do okay. Freo are my second team behind West Coast. I'm well, most yeah, Australian, so yeah. I go for my double yeah, teams. I'm, I've I'm, never I'm understood the, the fucking – I'm the same. But Just when they play each other, fuck I you, do, Fremantle. Yeah, <laughs> I do want to chuck some money again on Heath Chapman for Rising Star. Mm. So, oh, he's at 26s. Sick. I've got to finish up yeah. anyway. Yeah. Yep. Thanks so much for coming on. Yeah. Cheers, bro. Thanks, boys. It's been Cheers. a while how coming. Was first, how was your first pod experience? Broke my podcast virginity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You guys went, went easy on me. No? Yeah. yeah, no, it was good. You nah, were really good, good, mate. Just a chat. Enjoyed it. Thanks, boys. Uh, no, appreciate right. it. And uh, if, you wanna, if you know anyone looking to become a professional athlete, uh, your website or your business. Yeah, we'll put it in the notes, eh? Yeah. Complete Athlete Australia. Yeah, um, yeah book online. Uh, Completeathleteaustralia.com? Dot au. Uh, Complete athlete, AUS. Yep. Dot com dot au. Yep. Cool. That's I'll put it. that in the show notes and cool. um, you can get on board. So, um, If you listen to this before tonight, please come and support me. 33 years single and who's rhyme? I've got a 250 seater. We've sold 20 for who's oh. rhyme mm. and I've sold 50 for 33 years single and it's Novak's last Novak's show um, tonight. And then Fringe has only got another two more weeks and – Numbers have been dog shit, so come and support, please. Yes, get around him. And then, um, no, nah, go see Delby. Don't come watch me at Paddy Malone's. But if you want to, I'll be at Paddy Malone's tomorrow no, night. Hosting no, you De- won't. Oh, is it cancelled? Yeah, no, they, no yeah, they're sorry, on. I should have let you know. Oh. Nah, cancelled. They cancelled? So, yeah. So okay. Free it up tonight. So we put in Beautiful. this Ron right now. Uploading it. It'll be up in yep. an hour or so, oh, yeah. Nice. Unless yeah. you want, do you want to edit anything? <laughs> you <said? laughs> You've been a good boy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Cheers, thank you. mate. Thanks, boys. Welcome to Hard Yarns Podcast. I am fucking fat. (laughs) Anything Chris White says, please disregard it. 5D is actually a state of being. It's a unity consciousness. That was Hard Yarns with me, Frankie Rose. So I'm going to throw it over to your co-host. Daniel Telby. And Cameron Branch. I would do this and then I'd gong. (laughs) Free in attendance for the millions listening at home. Let's get high.